0: I am inner circle. No, you're not inner circle? Only. I am inner circle.
1: Little women. I once when I first moved here like fell in love with a girl on set and uh I went home in like one day learned the piano piece to Little Women. Really? Like just the intro bit of it and uh because she said Little Women was her favorite movie growing up. So was that to, like
2: <laughs> strategically to impress her or something? Strategically to
1: impress her. So I learned it in one day and then uh, went to set. And during our lunch, there was a piano at this location I knew we were going to be at. So she came in and I was like playing other things. So she came in and I went, you know, started playing it. And she didn't quite recognize it. She was kind of like, what's this?
2: So she didn't recognize it at all? She didn't
1: quite recognize it, but it sounded familiar to her. And then I told her. And she was like, oh, and she was like really taken aback by it. And then we, uh, you know, we go on the shoot and everything's fine. And we're at the rap party and um, still trying to hit on her pretty hard. But anyway, so we were in the place and it just obviously wasn't going that direction. She had a guy anyway. And uh, the scripty was around when that happened and she had gotten a little buzzed. And so she was at the bar next to me and she was like, and Brad, by the way, that piano thing. She was like, if it doesn't work this time, keep it up, man. If that had happened to me, you would have been already in my pants. She was <laughs>
2: like. She was like, that was
1: a good move. And I was like, oh, thanks. You are now
0: listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Ho!
3: Coming to you live from Spooky Island. They're stealing souls of college children. Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed, by the way. Uh, it's that high
0: one! Uh, my timing's still up. <laughs> little more
3: song, and then I like to come in this part. Sitting across from me, as always, Michael Trudell. That's me.
2: And we have a guest today. We do have a guest today. And he's an onset set dresser. Mm. He also, you do a little bit of producing on the side, too. Uh, we have Mr. Brad Frizzle in the house. How's it going, man? Oh, It's, it's good. Brad Frizzle.
1: Frizzle. Frizzle. Frizzle, not to be confused with the magic school bus lady.
2: What is her name? Miss Frizzle. Miss Frizzle. It's Frizzle?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's probably haunted why. Haunted me since yeah, s- elementary school.
2: That's probably, like, yeah, so that's everybody. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Her and Snoop Dogg, when he started doing his, you know, uh, nizzle, shizzle my nizzle stuff wreck my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frizzle my nizzle. Oh, to no. be fair, you could probably have way worse, like uh, oh. things that haunt you. Oh, sure, sure, sure. No, I, I, do things I won't mention here, but I. I <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Um,
2: this is episode 110. Ooh. Oh, we don't always do the uh, episode, but this is our also our first episode. Uh, with our soundboard.
3: Yeah. Got the new soundboard. New soundboard. We're on the Yes. American it's, Horror Story money is uh, doing us right in this <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: podcast. Yeah, I, actually, I think this one was a gift from Jackie. I think she, uh, she, she gave me it as like a birthday gift or something mm. like that. So, um, yeah, to that.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. So we got a whole bunch of sound bites. Uh, Freddie's gonna coming up with a bunch of more to add on, and we'll. S- I, it's gonna take me a little while, I think, to to get on the trigger finger. I already mm. know that you're going to be doing a lot of like s- dead stares like that. I'm going <laughs> to be like, "What?" Cuz th- our main board here, there's six of them that comes into the mixer. Mm. That we can already use. So we've only placed like two sounds that we do and he's done that in the past and I'm like, "I don't know what the fuck you're doing." That you,
1: you can doing? play on the mixer? You hit a button on the mixer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's like Yeah, so we got ones one over with lights. There. Yeah, yeah. The ones without lights have nothing.
2: Yeah, but the these so there's six of them. There's these, and you see, there's only these two. Right. That's the only two that have anything on it. These had like the intro and stuff like that. But uh, I can't use these. Mikey is pointing at three vertically placed gray buttons. See, he's never <laughs> podcasted before, but he's good at least like getting the point across. <laughs> like he's he's already with it. He, he's getting yeah. So those buttons, they're on the same track as like the computer and everything like that. So if I if you want to hear the things from the computer, I'd have to switch to the sound pads. And, and then switch back to the I, computer. I'm already confused. I know it's 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 so. It, instead of doing that, I'm just going to leave it like it is now, and we have a MIDI board, and we can just do a little bit of everything.
3: Maybe I'll get like a little mini one. I think they make like just little strip ones, right?
2: A little mini MIDI. Yeah. Maybe yeah. like if. If you're if you're nice enough on some episodes, maybe like I'll let you have it for an episode or two. I mm-hmm. think kind of look. See how you do. It reminds me of like seeing the DJs like on a stage, you know, and that are
1: like really in a groove, mm-hmm. and then they just like hit one button and hold it. So oh that yeah. Sound like they're really playing something. Hard. Oh yeah. That's what those things remind me. That's
2: that's it's exactly what it is actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. can because when you first except plug ours in, is plugged in. Yeah. <laughs> 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 when you plug it into GarageBand, like the first thing that comes up, it's either a piano or you can just like there's drums that you can play on it or whatever, and you have to like actually go in and like program all the stuff. But I had to like do it to where it would play with just...
0: Fuck! Did you just say, go fuck myself? With just a tap,
2: mm. instead mm-hmm. of like having to hold it down, because otherwise it would just cut out, and I would have to hold it down. And that's just too much work for me. I just don't mm-hmm. want to... You hold. don't want to think while quotes are playing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just want to tap it and just be done with it. Just listen to the quote and... Just tap and it you. in. Just tap it in and go throw my thing. But I've already done half of the job. I've labeled them. That's good. See if if something is playing too long, I got a stop button. If I like don't want to oh. listen to it all, so oh. I can I can cut it out. Well, I noticed you have that thing. Uh, you do actually have to play
1: that. Yeah, I, oh, it, yeah. That, does, I guess that sound doesn't exist. as just a played thing. You got to custom do it every time.
2: Yeah, I got to hit. I mean, otherwise it's just one horn. I mean, you could probably mm. triple it up. You could triple it up, I guess. I mean, the no, the, I like to think that everybody has to do it custom. <laughs> <everything. laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's another thing that DJ people in the studios <laughs> do. So, um, so yeah, we're we're really moving up in the podcast world. You know, I'm still forgetting to like hit go on the clock, but that's oh no, oh. we're just six hours in. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, is that six hours? I thought that was just six o'clock.
2: There we go. Is it all right. Really? I hit start. The time. I think that was the time. Yeah. No, oh, it, was it was the time. Right. It yeah, it yeah. was the time. So now the podcast has officially begun because we have a time code. Oh, and we're okay. good, so we're officially 9 seconds, 10 seconds in It's episode 110, everybody, welcome to the podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> 10% better than episode 100, here we yeah, go Yeah, episode 100 was good, but it was, uh, it was just a bunch of callbacks We just literally, we didn't do any work that episode, we just showed up It was a clip show Yeah, it was a clip show, it was just like the 90s yeah, yeah. Like, oh, mm-hmm. remember when this time mm-hmm. happened? Yeah. <laughs> everybody needed to that. be off this week, let's just show you some old stuff Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like the one show where like Bill, Nick, Freddie—they all actually came and sat down because nobody had to do any work. All we had to do was just listen to like the good old times and the memories when mm. people actually did show up and and did stuff. But but that's okay. But yeah, I think this is the first. No, no, we had Snake Bitch on a couple weeks ago. So you're yeah. like, so you're like, yeah, you have to follow up Snake Bitch. Yeah, I guess it's my fault for not listening to the last episode. No, it's okay. The last episode nobody was on. It was just me and um. It was me and my brothers, actually. We had a crossover episode. So mm-hmm. uh, I was supposed to... What went into that is I was supposed to do an episode... Last and I went to Vegas for my brother's bachelor party. Mm. And I brought all the studio gear. Not all the studio gear. I brought the mixer and a few microphones. That's about it. And me and my brother, were since we both have our own podcast, we're all part of the same network, we're like, all right, it's going to be awesome. We're going to go to Vegas. We're going to gamble. We're going to drink. Then we're going to sit down and spend an hour and a half for each of our shows and record an episode. <laughs> It's kind of <laughs> stupid to think that we were actually yeah, gonna find already. time to be able yeah, yeah. to do that. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah, not that, just do one episode and? Well, that's what we did. Or well, just
1: an episode of Hangover, just the whole time. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah.
2: Essentially, like I pulled it out for a second, but it was like, it's like, who am I kidding? We ain't gonna be here for an hour and a half. We're gonna go out to the casinos, or we're gonna go to Meow Wolf. We're gonna go like, yeah. There's money I could be losing right now. Exactly, and we lost. Like, he taught me how to sports bet. And that was like, cause I was doing okay in Vegas, and then he taught me to sports bet. and We like went out on mm. Sunday. It was like, all right, sports day. Place a bunch of bet on games, and that's like I lost two hundred dollars that just in sports bets, on games. And I was like, well, fuck, uh, there goes my like mean streak in Vegas. <laughs> I, I stopped that when I did uh, horse betting. I went to a um, uh, my
1: one of my best friends from back home, growing up. His brother got married. We went to his bachelor party, and we ended up at a horse track. And I hadn't done that before, and I just tanked. It was just awful. How awful. Did, I like, don't so know anything
2: about, about horse betting. So do you just like that's my horse? I'm just gonna put fifty yeah, bucks on yeah. him. Yeah, you
1: can like choose the one horse, or you can choose the three the top one, two, three horse. Like there's
2: a whole, it, it, it's a whole thing. I, I don't know. You got you got to really read some books and do some learning. Yeah. Well, that was the thing about like football betting. Like I didn't know anything about it. Like I didn't know what any of those numbers meant. I didn't know what a parlay was. I didn't know. What any of that was, but then my brother, like, I guess he does it every weekend because it's legal in New Hampshire and you can just do it through the apps. It's not legal here, which is probably a good thing because I got the app and I was like, oh, I'm going to start betting every weekend. Oh, it's legal somewhere around here. Uh, It's it's legal with the guy down the street, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure. But uh, he, like, broke everything down and I was like, oh, I understand that fine. Like, I get that because you can just. Bet on the games. And obviously, if you bet who's going to win, you're not going to make as much as, as your return. But you can also bet on, like, stuff like, like, there's the overall, like, you. it could be like, okay, 42. You can bet whether they're going to score both teams together are going to score more than 42 points that game or under 42 points that game. And you can almost put it down and just double that up. And I was like, Oh, that's a super easy bet. Like those are two really high scoring teams. Like I could totally throw that down and just hope that they score more than 42. And that's actually where I made money is like, uh, I think, and I won. I was the only one that bet on like the Patriots that weekend. And everybody else bet on the Panthers or something like that. And the Pats won, so mm. I won money on that one. But then I lost money on every other game. The type of <laughs> betting
1: I would need is like you know they're going to come out in blue jerseys or red jerseys. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, there was. Oh, I'm going like, blue.
2: No, the, my favorite out of all the bets though was like the easiest one. It was who in the game is going to score the first touchdown. Mm. And I like that one because it, it pays ten to one pretty much. And a lot. Well, in in certain situations, depending on the player. It'll Mm -hmm. pay like ten to one or whatever. So it's like with the Rams game, you, 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 you can bet like oh the highest scoring player one, and you'll you'll get I think it's like five to one or something like that. So it's like you have a decent shot of actually getting it. Spread your bets. Exactly, but you can only and, and that's one where that you feel comfortable is like oh, I'll just throw five bucks on that. Just like oh, I'll bet you he's gonna be the first person to get a touchdown mm-hmm. that one. And if they get a field goal, doesn't count. That doesn't go in play into it. It's who's gonna get the first touchdown. Well, that's so kind
1: of shitty for the kicker because the kicker, kickers like you know. Like, I'm sure I there's a, the first. Yeah. point.
2: <laughs> I'm sure there's a bet somewhere that who scores the first kick of the game too. Yeah, um, I just think it's biased yeah. against kickers. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. So and then I fi- that he told me what a parlay was and it was you can do multiple bets. And jam them into one, and the only and that that makes the payout way more, but all three bets have to hit. Yeah, uh, I need to interrupt you
1: for just a second. I noticed on your wall that you have Free Willy two, and then Free Willy,
2: and I have an issue with that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was gonna be a problem bringing OCD people into the studio. I can't, Mikey. I I, 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 I did the
3: original that. wall, but Mikey when he redid it, uh, he also put. Indiana Jones Indiana Jones full metal jacket hook Indiana Jones Oh
1: <laughs> 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 yes I didn't know that That is that a one. bigger problem I, I guess I missed
2: <laughs> Yeah I think I think the problem with that one was I put up Indiana Jones and the second Indiana Jones and then I didn't find the other Indiana Jones until I like had already put up the next two movies and then I was like fuck
3: so, but you s- pull it down and you redo
2: it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're talking about Kubrick and Spielberg
1: here. <laughs> Though, guess. if you are going to mix them up, I guess that's the direction to do because they had like a, a pal kinship thing going into AI. That's what you should do. Just put AI at the end of it. Yeah. And that's the amalgamation and it. Yeah. All right. so that's some real movie nerd shit for
2: totally, you. Totally. Totally. But the thing with the. Uh, this is a piece of news I was going to say for movie news, but I'm just going to get this one out of the way. Uh, I was t- told, like I guess later on by other people, we were we were going through on the plunge through like VHSs and stuff like that, and he started searching. I guess the Disney Black Diamond edition VHSs are going for like a lot of money. Yeah. Like, uh, what makes them Black Diamond? Um, I don't know. They're like special editions. So I started looking uh, in the sides of them. Well, I think
3: they're the first runs or something like that. Yeah. First, let me see. First runs on VHS.
2: Let's say Fox. Okay, okay. my Fox and the Hound. Is a Black Diamond edition. Uh, uh, Cinderella, no, Aladdin is a Black Diamond edition also. So I, I kind of looked at the scene to see what is that. So let's let's look up Fox and the Hound. Let's find out
1: how much money Mikey missed out on. Yeah. Well,
2: I
3: I paid for all these. So uh, I don't know why he's saying my. <laughs> I
2: mean, I would definitely. <laughs> you just come by, there'd just be like a bunch of just little gaps in there. Okay, only four hundred dollars. Rare VHS. VH. <laughs> <laughs>
1: do people really want the VHS or are you really just paying for the case at this point?
3: Well, what what was the last price it sold for? That's Holy shit, this one's nine
2: hundred dollars. Right? Yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, it's a um, TV. That one's not Oh, this one's black diamond. Oh, but it's a starting bit at uh,
1: seventy eight. Look at that. How do you check a brand new black diamond?
2: How do you check uh recently sold? I don't think you can check that. I think it's you? the side. There's was uh, one
1: for a dollar ninety nine. You know, I you know people just have dreams.
2: Yeah, I don't know. So I bet you, I bet you they are not actually like. If you, I guarantee you this one ain't selling anytime soon. You know what I mean? Well, that's yeah. also it looks like it's got the store stickers on. Like, it, look right? at this one, dude. Posted it for five hundred dollars. He's already taking twenty five percent off. Mm. There's fifteen people watching it though, which is a little concerning. So maybe they're just like, oh, he's gonna go. Why don't you
1: just? Oh, the best offer is up there. I, I was about to say. I mean, if somebody offers you two hundred, are you really gonna go? No. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Oh, I would definitely...
1: Uh, like for that, what was it? Maybe a dollar thrift store find? How much were you really paying for this? Uh, a
3: quarter.
2: I paid, no, 50 cents a piece.
3: Yeah, Dude so had like every uh, Disney movie on VHS in like mint condition.
2: So I would probably let it go for 20 bucks then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your profit margin is huge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the profit margin is way huge. And the fact that we actually... Like, it's kind of got me wanting to just go to the thrift stores now and just look mm. for the Black Diamond Edition because there's tons of Disney ones... There still, mm. I don't know. Some, I think it'd be worth throw them
3: up for a hundred bucks.
2: You know, it reminds me
1: because you can't anymore because now eBay exists, so now everybody kind of price prices things appropriately. Mm. Yeah, but it reminds me of the commercial. It was like during the '90s, and it was some like old grandma selling a Lamborghini, and uh, it was just an ad. This dude checked out in the newspaper, and she wanted to sell it for I don't, I can't remember now, like five hundred dollars or something. She was just like, oh, I just drove it on Sundays and. It's a Lamborghini, and it was just yeah. this idea of back then. Yeah, you could just roll it into anywhere and just get this amazing deal because no one knew what anything was.
2: No fucking eBay. now it's just
1: quick Google. Yeah,
2: that I was on set the other day, and there was like somebody was like showing me pictures. He's like, "Oh yeah, check out this this new boombox, like or not this new boombox. It was like this '80s boombox that he he got off of OfferUp from somebody just for a hundred bucks or whatever. And he's, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I resold it on eBay for five grand." He showed me a picture of it, I was like, fuck, I got one of those in my kit. <laughs> and like I went to my trailer because I was like, if I could sell that thing for five fucking grand, I'm gonna throw that on right now. <laughs> and I couldn't find it fucking anywhere. Like I gotta talk to Brooks, my truck our truck guy, <laughs> and see if he's seen it. He already it. sold it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he actually knew it was worth five grand. I like I was going through like He was the my dude head, that I, sold
3: it on offer up. Yeah, and no, <laughs> was like no 100 not for hundred bucks. bucks so yeah. That's uh, a good
2: price it has got me thinking is, like, how much shit in my kit that's, like... Because there's a lot of antiques in there, but I don't know. I don't know. Some things with antiques, like, you'll find, like, a toy. They're like, oh, this is, like, a real classic antique. But you look up, it's, like, 10 bucks. Yeah. Oh, cool. You know what
3: I mean? Uh, but You still have the uh, Steve Urkel glasses and shit? I do have Steve Urkel. I have what? two.
2: Two of Steve, Ur- Steve Urkel's glasses. I have... Uh, I bought my kit... From the guy that, what's the name of the show? It's uh, uh, Family Matters. Family, Family Matter. Matters. He did every season of Family Matters. The prop master did all that. And I bought his kit. So in the kit, like it, if you open the glasses kits that it came with, there's two. Like I looked it up and like we put them side by side with the picture. Like they are Steve Urkel's glasses, like hands down. Mm-hmm. And there's like three sets of them.
3: He also has, you also have uh, Carl Winslow's I have Carl uh, Winslow's
2: badge. badge and his wallet that what? still has like the ID mm. and cards and stuff in it. Yeah, stuff like that. Like, I have, like, all this main stuff still in my kit, still, like, untouched, original. Like, the prop master did not take it apart or anything What's like the that. address and combination of the place that this is stored? <laughs> <laughs> no reason. It is at ISS. Good luck finding. Oh, actually, you know my trailer very well. <laughs> you stored your stuff on it for a very long time. Um uh. Speaking of which, okay, you were you were the reason we're bringing you on today is because you were the onset dresser for American Horror Stories last season, mm-hmm. um, which is the show we first did season. it uh, first season, correct? Uh, how long have you been an onset dresser? Oh, onset dressing probably six or seven years. Okay, where are you from? Originally uh, from Virginia. From Virginia. And what? How? how what is, where does your story begin? How did you get into this industry? At what How'd you fall into on-set dressing? Is this Uh where you're trying to be? You know, just just give us a give us a run through. Wanted to be a director. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm like every other person in L.A. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, You know, it's kind of true. So I was in uh, Virginia. I had had in 2007, November of 2007, I had had a DWI, and I had I basically almost died. I didn't actually get in a wreck or anything, but I'd fallen asleep at the wheel. And number one, I could have hurt somebody. I when you were drunk. When I was drunk and I was driving these kind of mountain roads. So I went to the right and drove in a ditch and that's what woke me up, um, but left evidence of my drunkenness that got me in trouble. Uh, if I'd gone left, I would have gone off the mountain. Jesus Christ. Mm. So I kind of took it in stride and like, took it as like, a real like wake up of like, I need to start addressing some things in my life. So I moved back home and was just trying to figure out what my next step was be uh, would be. And I was thinking audio engineering for a minute or I just really wasn't sure. And then um, one day, I went to go see the movie Nine, which is that animated. I think it was Elijah Wood did yeah, voice for it. The little like burlap set. Yeah, little burlap dolls. And uh, at the intro of that movie, there are these hands, this old man's hands, mending these dolls when it starts off. Which of course, if you looked at now, would uh, not look so great, but back then it was amazing. And uh, I went to go see it on nine nine oh nine. By the way, September 9th, two thousand nine. We went to go see Nine. And uh, so I watched these. Is that these, when it
2: came out? Please tell me that's when it came out. I, it didn't come out then, but <laughs> it just it just happened to land <laughs> yeah.
1: there. So like, if you didn't take advantage of that, right? So uh, so we're watching the movie, and uh, that beginning part happens, and it just kind of clicks like a light switch. You know, it's like I can draw. You know, I love drawing. I love movies. Why don't I animate movies? That's what I should do. So that was a Wednesday. So I went home, uh, and the next day looked up animation schools. And I saw the Academy of Art University in San Francisco, and San Francisco had always been like a town that I had a drawing to. I, I think maybe Mrs. Doubtfire as a kid kind of planted it in my head. Oh, yeah, yeah. San <laughs> Francisco, and uh, and I knew that's where you know Pixar and all that was. So I thought, oh, you know, this is a good idea. So I ap- applied to school. The next day they had sent me an acceptance because there's no like getting in it's just like you're willing to give us money come (laughs) so i had been accepted and i had applied for my loans and so wednesday i'd seen the movie decided this is what i was going to do with my life friday i had already gotten the money lined up accepted into the college to move that january to san francisco and just change my life and so i did so uh i finished up i was working at Best Buy. Was San Francisco a town you can get around without driving? It was a town. You could, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had never had that. So I, I landed San Francisco. I don't know anybody. Um, you know, I'm staying at this this 21 and up dorm on a dry campus, which is an art school that's a dry campus,
2: which oh, I find perfect. bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah. they were a, probably doing drugs instead of all the. Yeah, I, you know, I'm not going to comment. But the. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: it, yeah, being able to walk around everywhere. I was early for the first time in my life like because I would have to walk to class and right. like, how do you gauge the time of that? So, you know, it was like I, it introduced me to a whole new way of living, which I have since forgotten and gone back to my <laughs> old days. Um, so anyway, so I did that and I only did it for a little bit and I, I kind of figured out that animation really wasn't the direction I wanted to head because it was all computer-based at that point, you know, very little traditional animation, which I thought was more interesting. And uh, but I was really interested in talking to other film school kids there. The Were you are you program. not the type
2: of personality that can sit down at a desk all day and kind of do that type of thing? Or what what, what was <sighs> it that kind of deterred you from the animation aspect of it?
1: I, I, I think
2: the idea of doing it
1: on computers was the tough thing. Like yeah. it's different if I have it in my hand like drawing drawing it, yeah, yeah. it. It's it's I, I don't know. It's much more tangible. I can touch it. And it, it just doing it on the computer wasn't my vibe. But also hanging out with more of the people in the film school. Uh, uh at the school the film program um i found that I, that's where i clicked more that right. i i had always kind of wanted to to make movies I, I just went home actually me and my girlfriend were looking through my old stuff and i found old write-ups for like a bruce lee spoof movie i wanted to make where i was like 17 writing down ideas of how to mix them all and make a, a spoof <laughs> movie out of it so it always been i guess a draw so i uh i determined like hey you know i think i want to get into the to the film industry i, d- I didn't uh, want to go into the program because it was kind of shitty. Right. Anybody yeah. out there that's thinking about AAU film program, don't do it. That's <laughs> my recommendation. Um, so I dropped out. So I dropped out and used my reimbursed tuition money to make a short film, and uh, which I got inspired by PTA. Oh. Uh, doing that and it was really really crappy. It was just really not good. And I realized I didn't. Which know. is typical. Which yeah, is typical. I, I didn't uh-huh. know what I was doing. You know, I, I didn't understand. I produced it more than I did. You know, direct it. Mm. So, um, so then I figured out I need to figure out uh, how this industry works. So I was working at a bike rental shop and um, my roommate's sister who lived in San Francisco as well had just gotten a filming notice and I had an IMDB pro account because I was trying to figure out a way in and I saw it was five-year engagement that Jason Siegel movie.
3: I think I've seen that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What's, I forget her name. I can look it up. Real anyway, quick. anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't change the story. So uh, I thought it was five year engagement. So I was like, oh, I should go check this out. This is a real movie set. See if I can get a job. So I go down to hang out where this is supposed to be taking place, and it's basically on the corner um, of a block where there's like a, a basketball court. It's like a community center's right there. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of hanging out, and I see that there's a, a truck um, that they're kind of loading camera gear into and then a couple people mulling around the basketball court. But it, it must have been now, looking back on it, it must have been like catering was set up there, yeah, and maybe just the trucks were kind of loaded over here. Maybe they were shooting in an apartment earlier in the day. Emily Blunt.
2: Emily Blunt? Oh, Alison Brie was in there yeah.
1: too. Um, So uh, I was hanging out, and I just thought, okay, well, this is a bust. And I was waiting for my buddy Casey to come meet me, So I was just hanging out by the the basketball court and this cube truck backs into the basketball court. And when it backs into the basketball court, it hits the basketball hoop. So it, it turns the basketball hoop. It was like on a swivel. Mm -hmm. So it turns it by pushing it back. So I watch all this go down. So then there's a whole bunch of people out there scratching their heads, looking at it. Like, how are we going to fix this? So they must've thought, okay, well we hit it that way and it turns. So if we hit it the other way, it'll turn back. Well, at this point now, though, the, the, the front... Let's hit it again. Yeah, let's just hit it again. Well, at this point, it's the front of the backboard that they're backing into. So it doesn't swivel. It just starts pushing it back. So I can see the poles start bending back. So I just run off the street. Oh, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop, 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 stop. No, 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 no. This is what we need to do. Move the truck this way. and We can pull it and do all this. So I just start orchestrating it. And I just, start, I just jump on the back of the truck as they're backing up. I'm on there with another PA and getting it all straightened out. And we're kind of going back. Okay, that looks right. You know, doing a few passes And then we're done, and I look at the guy in the back, and I'm like, cool, so how do I get a job as a PA? (laughs) And he's like, whoa, whoa, you're not with production? (laughs) I was like, no, man, I saw us off the street. I just wanted to get a job. And he was just, oh, man, he just immediately takes his phone out and takes my number. He's like, but you got to talk to the guy in the truck. He's the coordinator. So I talk to that guy. He tells me, um, you know, he makes me wait, and then he has me walk with him, and he's like, you know, you don't want to be a PA. And I was like, I really do. And he's like, no, it's really shitty. You gotta work long hours. No one respects you. It's an awful job. I really want to do it, man. So he's like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna have you do a free, like, day labor thing on something just to see that you're not a, you know, complete fuck up," and uh, and then we'll see where we go. So I did. I went to a to a studio space, cleaned up after a production with another PA that he respected, and the guy said I was at least worth his time, and that's where I took off. So that's how I started in the industry. Started getting jobs all the time that way.
2: As PAing, as
1: PAing. So I PAed for years, and I got a job with art department because I was PAing a gig, and the art guy was by himself. So I jumped in to help him, and he just liked my vibe. And I guess in San Francisco, it's not like you have a wealth of jobs. Yeah, you know, it's kind of hard to break into the union in San Francisco. There's just right. not, not enough work going around. Well, the guy who was kind of the the next guy in line had just had uh, had just gotten married, so he was going on his honeymoon. So he was like, well, if you just want to jump in a truck with me, you know, you'll be hanging out. But, you know, we seem to have a good vibe. And I mean, I think that's what you really get in yeah. this industry with is like, do you mesh well? I say that's 75% mm. of the job. Yeah, so yeah. Can I spend 12 hours? You can hours be a bit you. of a fuck up on the job. But as long as you have a good attitude and be yeah, like, hanging hey, yeah, out with yeah. you, they'll keep you around. Exactly. So uh, so I did. I started doing art jobs with him. And then I found my way out of that and did a camera job for HGTV. Oh, really? What was the job? Uh, it was process shooter. So I was a PA on a renovation show. Okay. And they just were shooting an episode in my hometown, and so they wanted me to come PA it. And I thought, okay, cool, I can pay for my plane ticket with the money I'll make, because it's not like they were gonna fly a PA out. And uh, they had a hard time getting a process shooter, who's the guy that sticks around when they all leave to shoot the renovation, yeah, and get the B roll around town. Mm-hmm. So uh, they couldn't find that person. And she was like, I know you shoot some stuff, because at the time I, you know, produced a couple things and shot some concert footage, you know, with friends. And I uh, had the Vimeo for that. And she was like, just send me your Vimeo. I can show them that you can at least hold a camera. And uh, and I got the job. So I did that for a year. Came back. Uh, was going to start over, but a buddy hit me up about moving to L.A. So I moved to L.A.
2: Yeah. There's a lot more jobs down there. I'll go down there.
1: <laughs> so I moved to L.A. And then I uh, was doing, again, some more PA and stuff. Met an art guy. And then uh, that's my union start. I met Were you, you
2: going to try to do camera stuff when you got down here? Or you were like... Nah. It wasn't the type of job that was going to breed other jobs. Yeah. I yeah. did think about it.
1: When I didn't have a job, I, like, told around the my room. I, I, like, edited this, like, shot on an iPhone short that these people did, which was, like, really not the best thing in the world, but I just needed something to do. And then uh, I was strongly considering at the time, like, you know, maybe I can, like, shoot porn. I mean, like You know, that's what I thought. Like, maybe I can get into the adult World doing camera stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I had that know. thought
3: too. I'm like, as it long seems as, like an as, easier as they path. pay. Yeah, I don't care. I can use yeah. a different
1: name, I guess. You know, like uh, maybe it doesn't matter as much nowadays, or maybe it does. Yeah, Turns out, I porn doesn't
3: have much need for art. We
2: first got out here, everyone was going is like, oh yeah, you just do as a different name. So I was like, I don't really think, if, even if it is on your resume, I don't think anybody gives a fuck. Like, if I'm looking for, like. Since I am now in a position to hire people, I could give a fuck if porn is on anybody's resume or anybody's worked on that. Like, yeah. can you do good work? Who cares? Yeah, yeah. You well, obviously have a
1: strong stomach and you're able to, to, yeah, to hang, yeah. so, like, it's cool with me. Yeah, yeah. Maybe leave
2: backdoor gangbang off your IMDb. <laughs> yeah. <but>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's, there's, I mean, there's a couple ones you probably wouldn't probably put on your, is porn on IMDb? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, at least probably, software. Probably, yeah. like.
3: Pirates and shit like I that. I know at least softcore porn is. Yeah, yeah.
2: Pirates is not softcore whatsoever. Let's, uh, you know what? That's. I think that's a searchable thing. Let's see if Just that's. Just like no like Jenna Jameson or something. I thought see pirates what credits was you oh, oh, softcore. I idea. haven't seen it
3: obviously.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah, that's my long-winded story about how I got in our department.
3: That's a good one. All because of a basketball. All because. All because the of coordinator couldn't back a fucking truck up. And yeah, to a
1: thing. <laughs> <laughs> Where's she at? That's Jenna James. No, nope. uh, Jameson.
2: Oh, uh, Jamie's son.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did it. You did a Jama son.
2: I don't know. Jamma son. Nope. I don't.
1: Right. Th- I don't. Do we see how it's, you see how her name spelled right there at the top. It says Jenna with J A. Oh yeah
2: yeah yeah. I, I, I don't. Take that eye out. I don't spell well. May not be a smart man. There we go. <laughs> we don't yeah, have that. See, sound look, it doesn't even have
1: her stuff up there. So that's yeah, they don't.
2: No, so probably not. They if probably they have a scripted to take version. If they have an
1: I M S D B, do they have like a? They
2: probably I'm have sure. a porn I M D B or something. I guarantee you they do. Probably somewhere. Mm. But, or
3: just on Pornhub, you can probably look at oh, everything yeah, yeah. they've ever made. They
1: just cleaned out a lot of stuff on those sites, by the way. Oh, I know. If you're
2: unverified, yeah, eliminate know. Were, they Which sucks videos. because the best—I feel like the best adult content, it, I mean, in my opinion, was always the amateur stuff. Like, it, yeah, mm-hmm. the, the 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 professional stuff kind of always sucks because nobody can relate to that type of stuff. But like, and it's it's, it's unreali- be, unrealistic expectations. Okay, I don't want to be
1: sappy, but I actually do. If you know, if I'm going to look at stuff, it's kind of nice looking at people that are like in love, that like
2: really want to be there right. with mm-hmm. each other. That's totally. like more interesting. Totally. Yeah, not someone who's like, okay, I'm gonna fucking wreck. <laughs> you. If I'm gonna get sappy <laughs> about yeah, my yeah, porn, yeah. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it like, I don't know. It became, I don't know. I bet you, Pornhub is gonna lose a lot of uh a lot of like devoted fans yeah. because of that. <laughs>
3: Pornhub's the uh, the Christian of the porn sites. Yeah, you know, very clean, very mm, pristine. Yeah,
2: I mean, uh, OnlyFans definitely almost lost because with Pornhub doing that, probably upped the only fans content and then they were like eh, we're gonna take away adult content they changed our tune on that real quick did you hear about that i think i heard something uh, on the radio or something about that but yeah. it was like they were gonna take it away and then everybody was like what the hell man like we're gonna lose business no yeah they were so there was already like side companies popping up like well you guys can come to us we'll we'll show your thing because that's that's what OnlyFans is, really. Like, mm-hmm. if, if they took away adult content on OnlyFans, they would run out of business. Yeah,
3: easily. My buddy was very excited because he owns, um, or not owns, but he works for a company that pays him in their currency. uh It's it's called like treat. They basically sell NFT porn. Oh, really? Straight <laughs> from the, uh, from the girl or guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. So that I mean those companies. That's what I'm saying. They're, They're but they. Uh,
3: their price went up like fucking from fifty cents uh coin to fucking ten dollars yeah in the span of a day
2: yeah OnlyFans changed their tune real quick and they threw that out the window like within a day I think it was it was wow. it was it was very very quickly they were like no no never mind never mind yeah because I think it was like they had co sponsors and stuff like that that were like yeah we're not really into uh, like we don't want to be associated with that stuff but I think they realized that they would have lost more I was about to say their subscriptions would have been. Oh, yeah, more yeah. It's been way more substantial than the sponsorships that they have, that, so that doesn't matter. So mm. you you were you started a set dressing and stuff, or did you go straight for doing the on-set work?
1: Well, I, I did, I think, general set dressing for a while. Yeah. It wasn't really on-set, because I did mostly commercials. I did commercials and oh, like, okay. corporate videos. That's primarily, at the time, what you had in San Francisco. Uh, As far as work was, so set dressing mostly started in San Francisco. Then you knew when you came down to LA that that's the. So when I came to LA, you know, I did the jobs, met a met a guy on a job again. He was by himself. I told him I used to do art, and he kind of fast tracked me through the union. But yeah, once I got into the union, I kind of gunned for the onset dresser position. Two reasons: I like to be on set because I have directing producing ambitions, right? So I want to be on set and see how it runs. And then uh, also I hate wrapping smalls i can't stand wrapping smalls so it was like oh this is a job i don't have to do wrap out right oh great i'm into it sign me up yeah take away my sleep I'm, I'm good let's do it
2: that's kind of the same reason i think i got out of construction because i started in set construction mostly mm. like i came out and i would build sets but it broke my heart too much like one of the biggest what changed it all was i worked on a set uh I was hired to come in for like a web, se- like a really really rich re- web series, mm. and the dude was gonna do like re- Star Wars reviews. Um, it was right when the Star Wars stuff started like getting hot again, like with the new, um, sequels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he was gonna do the reviews and stuff in an exact replica of the Millennium Falcon. And the production designers at the time, I mean, they're better now. I I don't I doubt they're listening, but <laughs> like they they weren't very amazing yeah. so the product and they were a dual production designer team so they they hired me on as like one of the head construction guys we had a couple construction guys who so we had like three different sets going on at the same time and uh i was in charge of basically building a replica full-scale replica cockpit of the millennium falcon which is like a dream job at that time you sure. know what i mean mm-hmm. when i'm like in construction or whatever so what they did is they essentially came up they we had a team of three to do that it was me and two other guys and a couple like and and, like you had a a team of two scenics and and stuff like that so there was a couple like little side to do like other stuff uh like one effects guy that would do the lighting bars and stuff like that but um we'd build it and she came the, the production designers came over and they had um a board basically with just reference photos like pictures they had some like photos from like the actual real set also but literally that's all it was. It was photos. It was mm. photos of the Millennium Falcon cockpit. And then they slapped them in front of us and they're like, all right, build this. And I was like, oh, you guys don't have any like plans yeah, or like or, anything. or yeah. like anything. And they're like, oh, this is what we got. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, okay, so just like by eyeing it, like working with the other two guys, it was like, okay, like judging by them sitting in this, like, Maybe this looks about, like, 20 feet deep. Looks maybe about... So we kind of, like, base it out, taped up the ground, like, did that. And then within a couple weeks, completely just, like... It was a lot of, like, trial and error, like, trying to get pieces to fit right and, like, getting the whole dome. But, like, by the end of it, it was, like, gorgeous. We built, like, almost... Like we did a photo shoot in it and I brought my dog to be like the Wookiee and like took a bunch of photos and yeah. like and stuff like that. And then I uh, we finished it early even and we jumped on building like the interior of the Millennium Falcon where like the chessboard and stuff is too. And we helped finish that with like a couple of the tunnels and stuff like that. So we finished that, it was like gorgeous. It was a big they, build. It was a big build, big build, but like awesome build. Like fun. And you had I had like free kind of rain. It paid really well. Um so much fun. Um they come in. They shoot in it for two days, hire us to come back, destroy the whole thing, and it broke my heart. Like having to take like it all down and pretty much throw it in the trash. And it's like if I feel like now if I had it, like it would be stored in the garage. For sure, because it's like I'm gonna have a son one day, and that's gonna be his bed for sure. It's like inside. Yeah. <laughs> of We'd him be out. In
3: recording in it
2: right now. Oh, I was oh yeah, to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we would totally be. It'd be coming out of the wall, like it, it, if I had the space. But I was living in like I think I was living in like a condo at the time. It's no space at all. I was building my kit, so any like free space went to like st- storage of whatever I could build for my kit. Sure. Uh, so I was just, I was fucking devastated, and it was just. Wasn't like, the outside done too on it though? Um no we it wasn't didn't do the just outside. the interior we just was did it? the interior it was oh, just the interior we did an exterior of like I I didn't lead this one I just helped like it was a little bits of pieces but we did the exterior of like an X wing um mm-hmm. just a little bit of it and it wasn't like the whole thing it was just like the main part where the guy sat in the
1: wouldn't you have like copious amounts of blueprints and
2: records online oh we had from Star Wars nerds oh, we, everywhere we, that have already yeah done these so we found a couple like from Star Wars nerds, not like the real blueprints, but we found like a couple, like, uh, Hey, yeah. I would say they can be more accurate sometimes in the real thing. People go yeah. crazy. From a guy who did
3: it for shits and gigs. Well, some of the real yeah. things, cause they had yeah. a
2: whole bunch of different versions of the cockpit. They had ones where it was just from like the waist up, like their feet, their feet were like hanging out of the bottom of the set and stuff like that. But, uh, I'm proud of what we did and everything, but that's that's why like I got out of that because after doing that, I was like I can't I can't keep doing it. like I can't build something and spend so much time and love and it because it just takes away your will to want to like. Put your all into every little detail, and they're a, just gonna rip it down right after. You should
3: have got a storage unit. Somebody would have fucking bought that, dude. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Even if the probably
1: go back was in time and think of this completely differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Well, here's, here's people another are paying four hundred dollars nose... for diamond fucking <laughs> yeah, Disney. The VHS. nose of it came off, but like the main part of it, you think flats? It was flats, like the walls in here were like built, but they all were pressurized on itself, so they kind of went up and curved over. Mm-hmm. So moving and, it would be an absolute nightmare because it would bow that any transportation was so you would have to like split it down the middle of the top take it apart and just put it like on its side and by the time you put it together it would have been a lot of spec i mean i would have done it if i had a house like i said (laughs) i would have rented a truck and did it if i had a house but throwing it in storage and doing all that stuff it just would have been way too much um anyways i got into set dressing after that and then eventually props was like Way cooler because I mean, look around the studio. It's like it's cool things that you can take back and be like, "Okay, I can display this little thing." I am and always trying to see what prop I can take. It's either like what
1: interesting set dressing piece. Oh yeah, can disappear or what extra prop thing can
2: I grab? Yeah, this yeah. this room is actually just like this is like the afterthought prop room. Uh, if you go into our guest room, I have a full display cabinet with all like the best props I've ever. Take. that's oh, something we so.
1: miss out too this is something we miss out too from yesteryear because it used to be they didn't give a two shits yeah. what happened to all the property oh yeah it was just there was no collector base for it it was just like you could just take whatever you wanted and no mm-hmm. big deal now it's like it all has to be stored I mean, and cataloged I mean, it all has to be
2: stored and cataloged but to, well. <laughs> no yeah, that's that's what I was going to say now it's, it's a little bit like that now but then like uh, it's not that of, hard. No, when you when you have certain, <laughs> I don't know some of the bigger stuff. I just mean it was so much yeah. more of a free for all. Totally, oh, yeah. totally, yeah. totally. Like I good. can't give stuff away, but like when you're kind of running this stuff, you can kind of like budget to. Ha- you have to have extra stuff, and you can kind of like mm. hide certain things in certain places, and like get an extra, and that one like may not necessarily be there.
3: <laughs> I mean, for example, say you needed to uh, purchase a four hundred dollar Bluetooth speaker for a shot. And you have a thirty dollar Bluetooth speaker, that one might end up at s <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If they
2: never shot with it, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but oh, they shot with it. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 totally dependent. But uh,
3: I'm not gonna say who I did that to, but uh, they do sell Black Diamond. <laughs> <They just> <laughs> <do>. <laughs> so you started
2: you started on set dressing, and then you liked it. you ah. just like being on set more essentially.
1: Yeah, I like being on set. And um, you know, afforded me the opportunity to kind of watch how things go, and mm. then, um, I also got to be kind of creative without being one of the creatives. Yeah. So, I got to at least lend some opinion to what was going on, and it was it wasn't until I finally saw one of the movies after I did several that I saw how little I actually contributed. You know, that really kind of was like I better remain mm. focused on what yeah. I originally came for. But uh, I'm the
3: same way though. I'm I'm I've always been better at adding to other people's ideas rather than making the big picture myself.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're, we're still decorating our apartment right now, and and you know, Lindsay knows how much I love Onset dressing and how you know it, I flatter myself, but how good I can be at it. And uh, but when it comes to looking at the plain blank slate of our apartment, I'm like, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I need something to work. Should we with do this? I yeah, guess. yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
2: <laughs> it's uh, y- you're one of you're one of my okay Onset dressing has is a weird thing with a lot of people because there's a lot of really bad onset dressers that can just get by like you can see a lot of set dressers that are kind of falling asleep behind camera or they're like in their chair they're waiting for to get called for you are not one of those people you make a lot of enemies on some set which (laughs) is also what i like about you too because a lot of like camera people either love you or hate you. yeah that's that's basically how it goes and that's it because you do not have a problem of being like um no we cannot do that yeah (laughs) (laughs) that throws off continuity it's not moving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I don't like that decorated. Like I'm going to keep this this way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. they don't exactly. always like hearing that. <laughs> yeah, not at all. <laughs> camera guys are so weird like that sometimes. Though they're just like, oh, it doesn't matter. It's like, oh, it does because if that just, just if that I lamp just disappears, then yeah, it's I think a there's a little
1: delusional grandeur there as a camera operator uh, that you you know you, you're kind of given more more space to to be more vocal maybe mm-hmm. in certain areas than you rightly should to be fair. But uh, I understand why, right? You're just trying to make a great frame. And I think once people understand that we're all just trying to make a great frame Mm. Mm -hmm. and that your opinion matters, then, you know, that helps. What helped me a lot, like earlier in my career, uh, because I don't do it as much now, is I used to take a lot of, I don't recommend anybody doing this. I used to take a lot of BTS shots during the shoot. And then eventually I would start to, like, show them to people. Hey, I got this really cool shot of you. You know, I would do that to the director or the DP or, Maybe a camera operator. Yeah. And as I showed people, they would start to trust my eye. Oh, that is a really good photo. You know that's, how to frame. You have a good, good eye. And then that would kind of open them up to me being part of the creative circle. And they would kind of let me stretch out a little bit more and yeah. kind of
2: handle my bit
1: And that's what I like about onset dressing is like you're an army of one. Yeah. It's like it's my this is my world. But you're you you
2: can set. you're really good at dressing a frame without telling talking to anybody or anybody even like kind of noticing, but I mean noticing in a good way because You make it very fluent, and it's like you see. Okay, um, looks like there's a big blank space over here. We need to move something into the corner and kind of fill that up. Like, uh, let's just push this tree in a a little bit. And okay, yeah. So I see you all the time when I'm visiting set, jumping in and out behind monitor, looking at it, and like filling that in. And I think that's like the best quality in an on-set dresser. I think there's a lot more of us that should be that way,
1: and I think that it's just it's still a pretty fresh role. I mean the onset dresser really hasn't been along around that long. No. You know, 20, 30 years, which sounds like a lot, but really in our industry isn't much. Mm. And so I think people are still trying to find their ground. So you do, you have two different schools of onset dressers. You have the people that stay in the background and aren't called, you know, don't go in until they're called. They always feel like they should be in the shadows and then other on set dressers that are like no I'm going to get involved I this is my I am the decorator yeah. right now yeah. I, I represent them right now totally. I'm the same
3: way when I'm on set uh, you got to f- and you got to fight for your you know view of the fucking video village Yeah it's, it's all like about
1: respect right every every movie set or show set you walk onto you got to kind of command respect mm-hmm. and and how you earn that respect and so that's that's usually what your first maybe week or two on a set is spent doing is it's being less maybe i I don't want to say proactive but less vocal and more earning your place to be vocal yeah cementing those relationships you know like that's the other thing is like gosh man it's so important to like make friends with your key grip your gaffer your dp like start to hang out what i like to do hang out around the dp monitor Mm because that's where the key grip and gaffer are going to be and once they all start to accept you then their guys will, because they're going to start saying you by name. Hey, guys, we need this for Brad. Go grab it for him. Yeah. And Then his guys start to respect, him. and that's uh, it's all about trying to figure out the way to build that that presence on set. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole that's, set. That that goes that's a everything.
3: great. Uh, I just want to reiterate that for anybody listening who's new in the industry or anything. The uh bts shots is really good i've never heard that but it makes a lot of sense
1: it, it it worked out really well and as long as you don't post them you know yeah exactly yeah you're yeah, yeah. Good. you're like <laughs> hey do you want
3: me to send this to you yeah yeah there there was a people always want shit for their instagram
1: totally well there was a uh um, a movie i did kajillionaire which is a miranda july movie mm-hmm. and um, we watched that <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a weird little yeah problem. evan rachel wood evan uh evan richard wood yeah (laughs) richard jenkins come on deborah winger yeah yeah. (laughs) um and michelle rodriguez and uh so miranda i showed her my photos and she loved my photos Mm. and it turns out that like my photos were the ones that she showed to her family so not even the official guys went i mean he shot decent enough stuff right but it was like i had a different perspective and especially being part of the crew right you can get Mm -hmm. right in there and uh so she loved my stuff so much she like showed it to her family and like really embraced them so right. it's like that's also kind of um i don't know kind of boosts your ego a little bit there Of just like oh somebody really appreciates what i'm doing totally i guess i, I, guess I do have an eye you know right <laughs> yeah and uh but yeah that's just the way i found it
2: yeah that, you say what that you can do those and everything like that And what i've seen started to see the trend is like the minute a show wraps you start to see the photo dumps from like everybody on set yeah and you just see like a fucking avalanche of like over a hundred photos from set because that's usually when it's the o- not when it wraps but when it's all aired. <laughs> yeah, when it's played, that's when it's okay. Yeah. Is once everything has been out in the open, then that's you can kind of see everything because which I've done, I've done too, and then yeah. that's like like the. Not the creator, but like the, the the creative producers and stuff like that. You'll start yeah. to see them liking all this stuff too. And once you get that like one like from the creative producer, you're like, okay, okay I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I
1: ran into one for anybody thinking about it. I I ran into one situation where I had posted a um a, a posted a photo that a director had posted that I had taken because mm-hmm. I figured okay, the director put it out there, I could put it out there, yeah. which was fair and I could. But I put that out, and then I had another one that wasn't exactly our set, so it was kind of safe to do because it was just of the crew, right. And she got really excited and was like, yeah, more, more, post more. And so I posted several more because that's what she asked. And I had a producer, like, come down hard, like oh, cease and desist. Bl- it just came super hard at me. And it created this whole buzz that I had to have, like, conversations with the producers over. This guy was like, if you have ruined something, we will hold you accountable. Yeah. And one of the producers was just like, dude, have you taken them down? Were they from Monitor? And I was like, no, no, the director told me to post some stuff. He's like, dude, don't worry about it. This is a small yeah. movie. This producer that freaked out is, has these, you know, big head, don't worry about it. It's okay. You know, it had to really taught me down. But I got what movie freaked out for a second.
2: I'd rather not say. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Bill on Teen Wolf, he he got a lot of, like, uh, he got a lot of, like, clapback from more crew members than anybody when he had the blessing of the creator of the show. Because oh. like, he was doing, like, little videos with, like, the actors. Because like, he was the first team PA at the time. Mm. So he was hanging out with the actors. And you know his personality. So he would do, like, little shorts, like in-between setups with them while they had nothing to do and stuff like that and be, like, as the characters from the show, like, with the the guy who played the main cop would be, like, it was like, oh, man, here, hold my gun real quick. You know what I mean? Like, little stuff like that. But he had the blessing of – because he started generating, like, a lot of um, – a lot of fan base of it like yeah. a lot of like fans would start buzz to follow him so. yeah buzz was happening and it was yeah. almost like advertising and it was like he wasn't giving anything away he was making his own little shorts just with like the cameo characters of the main characters yeah. in the, yeah they're yeah. just like us <laughs> yeah in the <laughs> same costumes that they've worn the entire series you know what oh, i mean yeah, So it wasn't yeah. like it's giving away anything, and it, it humanized them a little bit. So people, like, loved it, and and that, but, like, Crew was getting pissed, and, like, the stand-ins were getting pissed and stuff like that. It may have come back to jealousy at the time, but, like, it I became, think, well, like... Well, I a,
3: mean, you did have a piece of shit standing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we had a couple. <laughs> I uh, well, I think
1: that you get some of that. I think that also it kind of helps being the onset dresser doing that because people see you taking photos
2: all day. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're so kind of – You're a, really your stealthy.
1: <laughs> now I have a big phone. I have a big iPhone 7 Plus, you know, huge thing. Yeah. But back then when I first started doing this, I had an iPhone SE. I mean, you're talking about this little tiny phone. Yeah. So I was able to super stealthy take all sorts
2: of stuff. So. Yeah, we said in the next season of Stories. Not that I recommended
1: anybody do this on no. set. I do not condone this behavior.
2: <laughs> yeah. Next uh, next season of Stories, we already said we're getting an iPad just for the set card. And that's just like the continuity iPad. And it's solely for that. Yeah, that I've makes seen people using that. The that, yeah, iPad. That's like, the way to go. Nobody questions the iPad. because Just pulling it's
1: it. out and just writing your little notes. Yeah. yeah that's I mean, the it way to so fucking go. I see people taking their shots with iPads. And I just think like, I can't have one. I need to be kind of mobile and On the go, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I look at those. No, and get you jealous. gotta get the
3: little strap case. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, strap, I it guess it I could. Body. Yeah, strap go all out. Yeah.
2: Um, before we move on, you, uh, you also you do a lot more than onset dressing. You're trying to get into your own stuff now and, yeah, and starting yeah. to get it. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Uh, well, yeah, I um, you know, I came out here to to direct. I mean, that's kind of the sole job. But I also producing as well. And uh, I had a buddy from college, who we reconnected. We've kind of come together, fallen apart, come together, fallen apart over the years. And uh, he had a really great opportunity with this short film, um, Black Maria, that he oh, had cool. shown me a script kind of early in its incarnation, and I had liked. And uh, he had um, Instagrammed uh, Michael Raymond James. Do you know what I'm talking about? He was the kind of murderer in the first season of True Blood. And uh, spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen the first season of true, true Blood. Uh, I love True Blood. But terriers, he did. Uh, he's done a lot of like little bit parts here and there um but yeah really great actor was very interested in the script so uh after he talked to me about it a few times he was kind of like hey man you know you're gonna have to produce this with me like you just got to do it hmm. and uh, i knew it was the best opportunity so i jumped back in so it was like my great return to producing
3: oh yeah he was yeah he was the yeah that guy
1: cajun guy yeah the cajun guy
3: in uh, true blood
1: yeah really great guy really great actor So, yeah, so we got him and and got some other uh, really great talent because he was on there. Let me tell you, getting an actor, I don't know if anybody knows this, but getting an established actor to act in your piece really opens a lot of doors for
2: you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) Getting a name on everything. Getting a name on that really opens doors. So,
1: yeah, we got a lot of great people. We got uh, Jason Manuel uh, Alozabal. Ooh, sorry, Jason, if somehow you hear this and I mispronounce your (laughs) name. Uh, Augusto Aguilera, who was unbelievable unbelievable too old to die young which was the nicholas Mining reference show he was uh, one of the leads in that he, uh, on, uh, he gave uh, he's done the best acting i mean i've worked with some big actors right seen some performances and this was like some of the best work i would ever seen for our little short film which was like crazy awesome and yeah then, uh, mikey Vanessa just tried to uh,
3: look up uh, jason emmanuel on imdb he got jason em
2: and three Jason Momoa, and then,
3: and then gave up. He's like, yeah, I can't spell that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was like O-L-A-Z-A-B-A-L-L-B-A-L.
1: And Vanessa... You know what, Go fuck yourself! Vanessa, who... Gosh, I'm blanking on her last name right now. And forgive me, Vanessa, but... Anyway, so we got these great actors, and, and I produced that and put that together, and uh, and I have my own short that I wrote that I was wanting to piggyback off of that. Yeah. But I got so kind of burnt out because I was shooting our show while I right.
2: was while I was producing. Which that. Is a very burnout show. <laughs> That's yeah, a great show, pull
1: so. off of uh, Instagram
3: though. We've contacted a couple like uh, you know old like '90s actors that you know aren't really working so much anymore. Just uh, like Squints, we tried to get Squints.
2: Yeah, Squints is going to come on. on. He was going to come on, but then... Pandemic happened uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, we just <laughs> we had a good line where we were having like we were reaching out to a lot of like actors, like n- known but not like yeah. like s- people like Squints and like yeah. uh like a lot of like people from like uh apparently early nineties. I've heard of Squints early early nineties movies like any of like yeah. those like cult classic like, like uh-huh. I think I tried to get somebody from Heavyweights and like like yeah. a lot of oh, stuff. Could like, you guys
1: get the guy from American Ninja? Oh, please American try him! Do you guys right.
2: remember that? Oh
1: my god! No, I can't remember that guy's name, but man, I watched so many of those growing up.
3: Let's get the older brother from Surf Ninjas.
2: Oh, <laughs> that would be pretty. Oh, Actually, that would be pretty cool. American Ninja there Warrior. There you go, Michael Dodikoff. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, that's what I'm talking about.
2: <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. So yeah,
1: did that. Uh, you know, I, I wrote mine. Uh, mine's called Rumspringa. And uh, hopefully next year I'll have that into production. Oh, a little
3: and Amish party movie. A little, a little
1: Amish movie. Yeah, a <laughs> little, little, Amish uh, escape movie, uh, which I think is going to be pretty Ooh. rad. Yeah, yeah. It's so hard not, to find.
3: So not just like a let's get drunk movie, but it's got
1: a no. There's, there's actually some going on. It's, it's actually. Thriller? It was no. I wouldn't say thriller. It's like I don't know. What would you kind of call it? a little like road coming of age road movie? Okay, short movie but uh you know not the best thing to write for southern california because i don't know if you know this also but there's not a lot of farmhouses no. or like rural i mean there's farms and things but not not what you would picture being amish country you got to go to pennsylvania here, so. i know or atlanta right or back home in virginia i guess or you know i where guess are, where
3: are they mostly it's pennsylvania and then there's one other state that has yeah they're
1: them. mostly like eastern they kind of got to the middle of the country once you get to like the other side of the Midwest, they kind of stopped. There was mm-hmm. like some that came to California and didn't find it very viable and they went back. They were like, it's eh, not really our, our, our feel out here in California. So, you don't have any, but... Yeah, we like to be miserable out in the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I miss all the pes- pessimistic uh, sarcasm yeah. from back home with all this optimistic what fake niceties in California. Yeah.
3: I saw something with uh, Amish people the other day and the girl's teeth in it was it was like a documentary type of thing. Her teeth were fucked up. Most of them are. Right. A lot of them are weird dentures and stuff. Cause well, yeah, because a, a lot dentists. of them... Lit- oh, you've got a rotten tooth there. Let us just pull all your teeth out.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Man. Um, all right. I, I mean, we want to take a little uh, a fiver. Uh, we can take a fiver, and then we can come back and play some movie and TV. Yeah, will grab another beer. Yeah, let's do it. So. And that's it. <laughs> play the commercial we we'll play the. Oh, wait, the, um, A few
0: moments later.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to talk about some TV and movie news? Yeah. Maybe. All right, well. Hold on to your butts. There we go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was way cleaner. That was the first time we did
2: that. <laughs> 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 Let's definitely go with that one. So, uh, Mike, uh, Mikey ain't going to edit that out. <laughs> I'm t- I am. You know what? I am going to edit that out, but I, obviously not this part. So we definitely did not just. The thing that we definitely did not just edit out. Uh, did not happen because it just happened right after the break, so it's going to be easy to edit it out and find anyway. So oh yeah, there you go, true. there you go. Um, I don't. Okay, so I. Oh no, no, no. This is for this is for a game later. All right. Um, I thought I'd start out with Dexter New Blood, uh, season one. Mm. So, uh, I opened it up just to go with the Rotten Tomatoes ratings to see. First of all, have any of you guys seen the new Dexter so I far? I have not watched it. New episodes tonight uh, after we finish this up, and you guys kindly fuck off out of my house. I will be putting on. Uh, s- episode two. This of is Dexter. your jam too, Dexter. This I is fucking, my dog's name is Dexter. Yeah, I, I know so
1: how much it. you love it. I love it. I'm interested in hearing what you think. Cause um, you're a fanboy.
2: I am. Uh, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, return to roots. Uh, it's return to roots, and uh, there's a lot of weird. Okay, so the way it ended. I'm one of those people that. I don't think it went completely to shit after the first three seasons like a lot of people did. Um, I think it di- it got worse after the first three seasons, but not terrible. I think it was yeah. watchable almost all the way up until the end. And the problem at the end that I had is... Just, the only problem I have with the whole series is the last episode. I think the last episode was... Oh, it, was it was pretty dog shit. It
1: was pretty dog shit. And... Um, I mean, to be fair, I know you're speaking so highly, but I would say that more of the final seasons were also, yeah, maybe very great,
2: and. Uh, you and I kind of had a run-in with the guy, which which made it a little bit even more personal. We had to work with a lot on the show of a writer that was heavily involved in right. writing the yeah. end of the show, which <laughs> yes. uh, which explains a lot. Which yes, which was very it was it was difficult for me. It was oh, very. Is, very is he
3: writing on uh he, American he, Horror Story?
2: He may or may not have had a little bit of writing in there. Um, makes a lot. Of yeah, sense. just a little bit. Just a little <laughs> bit. <Yeah. laughs> um. But uh. But yeah. So. First of all, he didn't write any of this. And the, here's the, the the biggest thing about this one is the the main showrunner that was on it through the first four seasons, he uh-huh. left after the first four seasons and then kind of handed the show off to a different showrunner completely. Oh, there you go. So it kind of... Was he, the
3: showrunner the creator as well?
2: The showrunner was the creator originally. and he yeah. So he left. Which, um, uh,
1: which season was John Lithgow? Lithgow was season four. That's when I was like, oh, this is my
2: sh-. as soon as that yeah. ended. Right. That was like the end of the series for mm-hmm. me. I mean, you could say it at this point. It's been enough time. Uh it's when Rita died. So yeah. when Rita died, I think it was that was like the heavy that was the biggest like like head. It's the biggest moment. oh shit moment. It was the biggest mm-hmm. oh shit moment. This killed it. Yeah, absolutely. It was um, a great story
1: twist. You oh were like great. oh shit. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's always just been the you know, the dad from Third
1: Rock from the Sun. Oh yeah, yeah, or, or the dad from uh harry and the henderson's oh yeah oh, yeah
2: yeah. but then there so that happened and then we went through a bunch of stuff it took a downturn i mean i i enjoyed the um the uh colin hanks uh season season a little oh, bit more than yeah. a lot of people did like i thought i thought it was i'll give that a pass I, I thought it was creative with the way they did the yeah. whole religious thing and the 12 like uh whatever they were, uh, the deaths and stuff like that. So I, I liked, I liked a lot of that stuff. I did think it started to get a little bit weird with the sister towards the end, but it, it, it was stuff i could deal with i just didn't like the ending i didn't like how
3: well that's the main thing i'm pumped for in the new episodes is the sister's
2: fucking dead finally jesus um, christ um you were going to be disappointed <laughs> spoiler Spo- <laughs> yeah you are going to be very disappointed well she is dead I- i'll say this. she did she does stay dead but um oh does she start to harry is that she turns into the new harry oh. um so she does have the nagging is still there and it's it's so as the new Harry Harry was the guy that was kind of giving the advice. He's like, okay, you can do this, just don't break any of the laws. Where yeah. the sister is definitely more of, don't fucking do it, Dexter. You know, oh it's yeah, like, yeah, her, her foul mouth, right, right, harshness, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. don't do it. And then, but I like the way it's kind of picked up because completely new life. Um, Not a big spoiler alert, but he hasn't killed anybody in over ten years. They pick up exactly in the same year, so that's why you
1: haven't seen any episodes of Dexter because he hasn't hasn't been killing anybody. Exactly, Ah. exactly.
2: So the 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 same amount of the same amount of time has passed since we've seen a last Dexter episode, and Mm. he's completely new town, new person, new name, new job, like new everything. Uh, But then, like, I think we start picking up with him because like things of the past start to like pop a little bit up and everything And he's in
3: like upstate new york right
2: yeah yeah he's in upstate new york in a fictional town uh Mm. with like a lake and uh, it's kind of like i'd say like off like the finger lakes or like near lake george type of thing like just like a little like a little isolated part somewhere
1: you would actually picture dexter a little bit more than actually miami yeah Mm.
2: and honestly i would i would definitely picture him in more snowy that's the part
3: of new york that like touches vermont right so like yeah, that kind of yeah 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 exactly so that's With that's permission yeah <laughs> yeah close <to laughs> always can- consent a <laughs> little close
2: to canada um i really really enjoyed the new episode you start to see a little blast from his past um I, i'm gonna say this isn't a spoiler alert because it was in the trailer harrison shows up and you see a little bit of that and it's like oh where are we gonna take it from here um mm-hmm. rotten tomatoes the the tomato meter so the critic rating they gave it a 75 percent, which is a really, really good thing for a critic rating. It's really hard to get something like that. Audience scored it as a ninety three percent, so that's like a straight A. Big time fan service. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's the only one you gotta really follow because critics don't really know anything about movies, you know.
3: I like the way it was shot a lot more Shots too. Fire. You can see in the in the oh, it's trailer it's, it's shot it's a lot a lot darker than fucking
2: bright ass Miami. Right, right. Yeah. Well um, the person who also hated how the original one ended was the original showrunner. He's back and he's doing this one,
1: so that's
2: uh, that's what's making like a little bit of the. He's icing back on. for vengeance. He's back there's, for vengeance.
1: There's this uh, a quick aside. There's this anime called Psychopaths that mm. the creator of that left, I think, after the fifteenth episode or something like that. Oh, really? And another person took over. And just totally threw a wrench in everything he had been working on in like three episodes. So he immediately came back to the show. He's like, oh, fuck this. To salvage what was going on. And it still didn't end the way. And it's like one of the projects I would love to adapt one day. Because I figure this never got told the way it was supposed to. Mm. Because the guy left. Yeah. So they built to a different conclusion. I, well, lo- this I love
3: the- Japanese do uh, live action remakes really well. There are a lot of animes that mm. are done really well. Yeah. Mm. I never watched Death Note, so I love the Death Note movie.
1: Oh, yeah, Death Note. I, th- I want to say my roommate and I finished it. We preferred the cartoon. But I, I hear you, though. I yeah. think that they do some uh, some interesting work over Japan.
3: Another good one. Um, uh, Assassination Classroom, which was a really weird live action because the main character is like a yellow octopus that is powerful enough to destroy the entire planet. <laughs>
1: There's a there's a uh, uh, a movie I want to watch uh, which is kind of like the Japanese Squid Game. It came out before Squid Game, and mm-hmm. it was called like Ad As God Wills It or something like that. But you can't find it or anything, and I'm really interested in seeing it.
2: I just finished Squid Game today, like officially. <laughs> I only made it halfway through for like, and I didn't get back to it for like a month. But I just finally finished it today, and it was yeah. awesome. It was great. Yeah. I That's thought it. Show. I thought it. I thought they. I thought they should have finished it almost an episode sooner, like when that – the. The second, like the, the actual last episode started. Spoiler alert! Um, I'm not spoiling shit. But when I <laughs> when that when the last episode started, I was like, oh, there's more, and yeah. just that kind of like wrap up with like the old guy and all that stuff. It, like I I feel like they didn't need any of that. I I, I would have liked it almost better if they he just kind of went. He was rugged and just went. But uh, that I mean the, the last episode was fine too. I, I don't hate it. <laughs> Anyways, finishing what I was saying on Dexter, the the creator. And Michael C. Hall, I guess, like they openly didn't like how it ended for a while. And he, th- this has been like an idea that's been brewing. So he came back and he he went to Michael C. Hall and just showed him the idea. And Michael C. Hall loved it so much. And they said, "There's no way we can't not make this show," which is why they they were able to bring it back. So and are, I are guess they gonna sh- do like a
1: whole new series, or is this just like a one season done?
2: They asked in an interview, "Is this just gonna be like a, a new one last uh, season to end it off?" And he said, "I guess we're gonna have to just see." So oh. I'm gonna go ahead and assume that there's going to be. So they're they're getting se- this is season one of this. Mm-hmm. So they're getting a season one raid. They're gonna they're gonna milk this everybody.
1: Show. Everybody's working M O W this season. You know what? And they're gonna have to be retro paid. I think
2: I think if you're gonna do it with something like a show, I think we should start to do with like the Netflix format. Like like do maybe three seasons of something. End it if the fan base is strong enough and it's good. Maybe ten years later, if like the creator like really like has brewed. You're talking about the
1: English model. I mean, they, over yeah. in England, that's what they do. They do like totally. two seasons and then it's done. Totally, Three seasons maybe. But, I guess. but yeah, but like, yeah. like, wait ten years.
2: Strap a, that's what I mean. Strap a fucking like, title I'm on so, the end of it. I'm so much more about Dexter that. New Blood. I'm, I'm like right now.
3: Dexter, let's do this again. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> like right now, I'm saying if they if they like came out and they were just like, oh, like Sopranos. Now we can do. Like I think we have two more. Oh, they got s- more Sopranos coming. They they need more. Like that's the way that show ended, is like the cliffhanger of the century. You know what I mean? And like that's that's a show they could definitely come well, back. Have you well, seen pre- want to... Well, well, I guess we they can. We don't I, want well, them to come back. Well, I guess I okay. I guess you the don't want to know it. That's the that's the beautiful yeah, thing of the
1: end of Sopranos is you you can't be one hundred percent sure what happened. No. So to come back and answer it would be
2: just awful. But you, they could, but then they just need another. They could. I just like don't that. think it would. They would need yeah. another like crazy that they would need 10 years to figure out how they were going to do it. And it could only be done through the eyes of like that actual main creator. But the biggest problem is the main actor is no longer alive. So that would be a bigger issue. Well, and that's why they bringing that back. Have anyway. you seen
3: the prequel movie?
2: Um, James Gandolfini. You, so his son would play him. in. No, it's it already, already happened. happened. Yeah, it's it It's out. Happened. It's I know, I know, I know. I don't want a prequel, though. I want a sequel. So we have to wait. We'd have to wait another. <laughs> no, no, we have to wait another twenty years. Mikey is not satisfied. Wait for Michael Gandolfini to start balding and where he looks a little bit more like his dad, like he did. He has to gain maybe another hundred pounds too. And then or it can just
3: be Tony Soprano
2: at his age,
3: because that's what they're doing. They set it up for a second movie. They're, I'm pretty sure oh, they're going to they? do a trilogy.
2: Oh really? Yeah. I did. Did you watch the movie? It just many yeah. saints in Newark. It just, it they just took ends. it off. I finished the Sopranos, and then they had take. I, I found out they had taken many saints in Newark off of H, HBO Max. Oh really? I was like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> oh, I missed it, huh? I missed it. They they have to be bringing it back because it was like an HBO Max. Thing. I
1: don't know anything about it. I just heard a lot of reviews that it was like a lot of fan service and less.
2: Yeah, story. I, so I, I, I. I mean,
3: it wasn't. It wasn't great, but I it heard was a that fun also. By Play. the
1: way. One of the most beautiful, awe striking men that
2: you'll ever see.
1: Oh, he's I, I, worked with him. Have you worked with Ewan? Yeah, I'm so jealous.
2: Yeah, I have. He, um, I, I have, a, I have a Ewan story. Like, uh, th- it's nothing, anything fancy or anything like that. Like, I, I worked on him like on my very one of my first union movies, and was on location out in Borrego Springs. It was a movie called Last Days in the Desert, hmm. um, where he plays Jesus out out in the desert for for uh 30 days when he's like walking around and he stumbles upon a family that's living in a tent in the middle of the desert and he helps them um, build the, like their little cabin. I could be wrong,
1: but I believe it's 40 days for yeah, all those yeah. Christians out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're
2: right. You're right. Okay. Uh, so they're working on building um, a, a house, like a hut to live in, like a stone. And then, mm-hmm. of course, as we all know, Jesus was a carpenter. So mm-hmm. he stops and he's able to like in some of his expertise and help uh, help them build the thing and then there's like a lot of stuff and it's when he's battling kind of himself at the time so there's a lot of like him like arguing with like his devil self but he's dressed very um, Obi-Wan oh really? yeah very Obi-Wan I think I sent a picture of him with like the desert in the background and you're like are you working on an, a Star Wars movie? <laughs> you're like are you fucking kidding me? so I was working on that and I was like fairly new it was a while ago it was like a weird one-off it had a lot of like academy nominated people in it but i sat down for lunch one day just sat at a table by myself or whatever and then um somebody sits beside me Um uh, like th- it's, it's those eight foot folding tables in the middle of the desert someone sits beside me i look up it's ewan mcgregor and he's sitting like as close to is where you are and he goes hey man can i sit here and i was like uh yeah 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 come <laughs> on and sit yes, there yes 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 Mister Obi you Wan yes Mister Kimonobi. yeah so yes
3: I'll <laughs> I'll go eat somewhere else uh. no, I, I was honestly I was like should I leave
2: and <laughs> and he like literally was just like oh hey man I'm you and uh what's your name or whatever I was like oh, I'm Mikey uh nice to meet you and he was like generally like hey where are you from like ask me about your my life how did you get into this or whatever and and all that stuff and it was like. It was kind of really wholesome it was like this is like probably at the time the biggest actor i've ever met in my life you know what i mean and that just have him sit down and be such a human (laughs) yeah was like such a huge thing and be genuinely interested in me and and my upbringing and my life and where i'm from and all that stuff like we talked about i just bought a motorcycle at the time and he's oh he's all about motorcycles. yeah and he was so i bought like a bmw like touring bike and Surprise, he's like super into touring on motorcycles. Have you watched his that- shows? I have not watched any of that. Sh- the I only shows watched either. the first one, but yeah, he's, he's really, yeah. Into so, like, wait, it was, and nobody else sat at the table the entire lunch. Well, you and McGregor were sitting there, it was <laughs> just me and him. And
3: I'm just like, I like that he bothered to introduce himself, too. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when that happens
1: on set. Yeah, I know, you know <laughs> I'm so and so, and it's like, oh, I know, yeah.
3: Uh, I've known since I was eight years old, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, two, a quick comment. For anybody else out there, Tay Diggs is that same type of guy, super genuine, super nice. Mm. Uh, but also, Hugh McGregor. I went to a uh, the beginners. It's a Mike Mills' movie, and it was at the San Francisco uh, Film Festival. And we were at the Q and A, and he was late. He was supposed to be there for the, the screening, and he he got delayed. But anyway, when he ran up the hall because he's like showed up midway through the Q and A, Mike Mills is on stage. He runs up through the aisle to jump onto the stage, and literally everybody in the audience, when he passed by, like we all lost our breath we just like, <gasps> yeah, <gasps> Ewan. and he gets up on stage and I was just awestruck the whole time. Like, oh, my God, he's so beautiful.
2: Yeah, that's kind of like when he sat down. That's very much like I, I think it's his personality. I think it's his aura. Like I'm I'm saying
1: like he's an attractive man in his own right, but I think he just his energy yeah, gets sent out and it just Before sends everybody it's into a it's panic. It's, it's wild.
3: He's one of those people where like when you said he said, uh, hey, I'm you. And like, it's like, no. You're not Ewan, you're Ewan McGregor. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a kid you knew it's, it's, back in school. It's weird hearing them say their first name. Just
2: their first name and not you like You can only describe them you're, first and last your name. Your full yeah. name. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. So he uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer, i mean, it's it's a teaser. It's not so that that is the official thing. If you want to go watch it, you guys can watch it. It's just them talking a little bit about it. But it's coming out in twenty twenty two. Um mm. Moving on, I think I just have some
1: before you move on, I think it's like really rad what they're doing with these series. I do too, because they're good. They're, they're really fucking they're good. Because good, you get you get you get to stretch your legs a little bit more. There's not millions upon millions of hundreds of millions invested, so people can kind of creatively have a little bit more fun. They're not as like I think stranglehold no on story and things, no. so they can really start to explore things. I think I could be wrong, but I'm hoping that they are starting to explore more genre inside these things. Now they're kind of like. The universe bubble, I think, has kind of popped a little bit. Like everybody's like, okay, we don't need to be so strict and stay in this in this line. You can tell offshoot stories, like how well Joker did, and you know Deadpool, mm-hmm. where they're just one-offs on their own. I, I'd like to think that they're opening up to that idea more, and I'm excited about that. I would love to see a I mutant Western and you know more horror movies that aren't New Mutants. And yeah, yeah.
2: I'm I'm into like like getting you and McGregor, like because a lot of people didn't like that. I mean, I didn't like. I didn't like episode two and three. I really, really like unpopular opinion. Our listeners, our listeners have heard this a million times, but I thoroughly like really like episode one. Uh, Well, we were there's elements of it I don't like, Mm. but as a whole, I like it. I love the pod racing. I think Liam Neeson is fucking amazing. I think Ewan McGregor is amazing. It has the best villain in any of the Star Wars movies. Darth Maul. It has like
3: they need to make Darth Maul's story.
2: So I think I think if it could be made now, he'd be totally. In, you know, he would jump into that. Oh so, yeah. yeah. I think with like the technology we have now, like I think it was a weird time of technology because they were trying to do things more technical, but we weren't really at a point where we could do it really, really cleanly. Yeah. So it was a lot of like, like they said, it, like he, you and McGregor saw an interview with him there. He's like, it's so awesome now because we can go on and I can see everything that's happening. To where when we did the first three movies, it was just all green it was Mm. just green screen everything and we just had to imagine it but now we can see it because they're going on and it's a complete led tv screen everything around them and then real sets incorporated into that so now we're kind of putting a little bit of both in the world but you have moving like images in front of them yeah which is a little bit cooler so like if we had the technology we had now i think episode one would have been like a way more beautiful thing um Aside from, the, like, I think that out of those three movies, I think episode one was the best. And it's like, it's to be debated. It just the elements of the came out of it were just so fucking good. So to see uh, Obi-Wan get kind of his own series, I think it's going to be fucking incredible. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Definitely we w- on the last episode we watched because they just came out with the the Bubba Fett trailer, the the stories mm-hmm. of Bubba Fett, and that looked amazing too. So we're gonna start to see some really fucking good Star Wars stories coming out. I'm liking these series, man. Keep them coming. Yeah, um, they're great. Um, I, I got some like I, I these are just some things that I stumbled upon. Um, I stumbled upon this the other day. Um, Titanic's greatest unsolved mystery involves a Congo line, PCP, and chowder. Oh, I've heard chowder. this.
3: I've heard PCP on Titanic. I don't remember what it was. Oh, the crew thing. The
2: crew. Yeah, <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah. It got, it got spiked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the ch- trip. There was clam chowder, I guess, that got spiked when they were working on location, and more than half the crew started tripping on PCP. And they had to end the day early because everybody was tripping their face off, <laughs> except for the people that didn't do chowder. And they were saying, like, the chowder was so good that people were going back for, like, seconds and stuff like that. Oh, big doses. Like, big, big doses. And then they were, yeah, going absolutely. Oh, Nova Scotia. So, yeah, the chowder there is probably really fucking good. No. I don't know how the PCP is in Nova I'm Scotia. I'm descended
1: from Nova Scotians.
2: Descended from Nova Scotia? Yeah, I have, I have no, Nova Scotian,
1: Nova Scotian blood.
3: Yeah. I actually just watched the Vikings.
1: Uh, well, Nova Scotia's Canada.
3: Oh, what am I thinking of? Norwegian. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. Thing,
2: it's all right. It was a good. Uh, I went to the
3: high school for a few years, and then I was like, "This ain't for me." <laughs> We're
1: Americans, man. Geography is not mm-hmm. our strong suit.
3: <laughs> they stopped teaching it at my, in in uh, at our school,
1: so I don't know shit. No, <laughs> yeah, well, I still wouldn't be good if they had taught me anything. You know what? I learned it from. I, there was a game on my phone. Uh, uh, I can't remember something to do with plague. It's me. It was, oh, a, it was a plague game, mm-hmm. and you could you, like you had to try to infect the world with this plague. Oh, pandemic. No, it wasn't. Called no. pandemic. it's plague. Pandemic's the other one something. or opposite. You Anyway, that's where world. I learned my most world <laughs> geography. Was like, this is where this is, and this is where that is. What do we got? Ah oh, man, this I the wish. Voice? I, yeah, I wish this wasn't so this delayed. This
2: would be season three, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I kind of want to like play the video, but I don't think. It's going to translate very
1: well. It's been a long time since I donned the old secret identity, but trust me, it's me, Homelander. Now, look, there's been a little drama around Vaught of late, but I want to reassure you here and now, superheroes are still the good guys.
2: We're not perfect. I mean, I ran through a girl, but only
1: because she stepped off the curb and into the middle of the street like (laughs) a crazy person. But we all make mistakes.
2: Yeah, so it kind of is a trailer for the new uh season but it it's it, they're teacher, they're doing a it's basically was a spoof for the Disney Plus cuz they came out with a trailer that pretty much looked exactly like that with the Marvel uh cast mm. Mm. so it was kind of like their their new spoof of it um all right uh since we we've been doing since we've been doing the uh the uh you know the movie
0: uh god damn a
2: little delayed but I, I got one in um since we've been doing the the stuff with the movie quotes, I figured it'd be um, a good time to do a top 10 okay. of top 10 most inspirational movie quotes. Because like, we've done best movie quotes before, but we haven't done most inspirational. So this is this is a top 10 based off of somebody else's opinion that we're going to talk yes, about? Yes, yes. So I, I always I always let them know where we're getting this from. We're getting this one from uh, the scmp.com and it looks like is that a yellow pages logo it it definitely looks like that (laughs) Why, why did you choose scmp um, honestly, I put in best movie quotes and I realized that we've done this on a previous episode uh-huh. and then I saw most inspirational. So the first one that I saw most inspirational, I was like, let's go with that and oh, see what these okay. guys think. So we're about to, f- we're about to figure it out, but this one actually, they have 33 for some reason, weird number. Um, so we're going to go ahead and skip down and we'll, we'll do uh, to top 20 for honorable mention. And then we'll, we'll, we'll dissect the top 10 a little bit more. So okay. coming in at top 20 is from Black Hawk down. Um, the quote is it's what you do right now that makes a difference okay nice. it's only the top 20 I can't talk about no, it I'm no like disi- no nope. dissecting the top 10 nope but you're right okay Mary Poppins is number 19 everything is possible even the impossible mm-hmm. hmm. makes mm-hmm. sense uh, 18 is first man uh, when you get a different vantage point it changes your perspective it allows you to see things you should have never you should have seen a long time ago
1: all okay. right, maybe uh, not from that vantage point. But. Yeah,
2: <laughs> um,
3: that's uh first man kind of sucked. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, I think Windows. That's all I'm going <laughs> to oh, say. Oh no, no no no! I think I'm doing so so. I think actually that's like,
3: when we need the uh, metaphor. That was that was movie. the
2: Mission Impossible one. I, I, I'm reading them wrong, so I've I, I kind of been fucking up. So the next uh, 17 is from Black Panther. Uh, hope is not a strategy. Okay, um, 16 is from Finding Nemo. How many times do we need to teach you? Just because something works doesn't mean it can't be improved. Okay, okay. Um, Clunky. Yeah. Fifteen. Oh, no, that one's from Finding Nemo. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming. What do we do? We swim, swim. That's a terrible quote.
1: (laughs) So you had it right originally.
2: Yeah, maybe I did have it right. Uh, Number fourteen. Some like it hot from some like it hot nobody's perfect nobody's perfect is that where that came from did no one say <laughs> nobody's perfect
1: before <laughs> some like it hot if so that's that's a huge one how is that not in the top 10
2: yeah i don't know that's like okay. such a commonly used right yeah. 100% this wow. one's this it, one I is think it's too, list uh, yeah now we're getting, getting better we are getting better which it should <laughs> yeah. um number 13 is from dead poet society uh carpe diem seize the day boys make your lives extraordinary oh, yeah just carpe diem
1: yeah Made Latin popular, right? right. Uh, Totally,
2: totally, totally. So twelve from Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. It's not our abilities that show what we truly are; it's our choices. That's a big one too. That's Lindsay should
1: know that. Lindsay's just uh, been drinking all the Harry Potter films. Really? Yeah, yeah. They're gonna do like a trivia thing on her show when she comes back. So she's binging all eight movies. She's getting into this this two week break she has.
2: Mm. And finally, number eleven from Lord of the Rings, A Fellowship of the Rings. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us.
3: I mean, the better quote is from Two
1: Towers.
2: <laughs> you shall not well, pass. I feel like
1: they they no. stole this quote. I there's, feel like there's versions of this. There's exist. something
3: in this world, Mr. Frodo. There's still some good in this world, Mr. Frodo, okay. and it's
2: worth well, fighting yeah. for. So now that we're about to get into the top ten, um, I am here for your guys' predictions. Freddy, what do you think number one is going to be? Uh...
3: I used to fuck guys like you in prison. <laughs> <laughs> in <the>
0: roadhouse.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say it's probably not.
1: Uh, what do you think? I, you know, I don't know the quote, but I'm gonna say something from "It's a Wonderful Life." I have no idea, but I just imagine that's the movie it was pulled from. Probably. All right.
3: that seems like some bullshit that go on this list.
2: All right, all right. Um, let's see what number ten is. I think it's going to be something from like Back to the Future or some shit like that. Something mid-80s at least. You <laughs> got to
3: pick. You can't just say mid-80s. Uh, <laughs> I think it's something from the 90s. How about that?
1: I think it's... I think it's yeah. <laughs> I'd say something from the back half of back the, into the 21st century. From yeah. Back to the
2: Future. <laughs> Where we're going, there ain't no roads. Fine. Back
3: to the Future <laughs> is all you get. All right, all right. Which Back to the Future? The first
1: one. Okay. When you scroll down to the quote, just realize we delay. So uh, you okay, feel free okay, to scroll okay, down. Okay, it's going to take a minute for All us right. to
2: get it. Number 10 from The Gladiator. Um, You've got this most of the time. The challenges you face are those you were already built to handle. Okay, that's cute. Uh, uh,
1: I don't agree with this quote. <laughs> 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 I don't think you get to choose the challenges you face, so whether or not you're built to handle it,
2: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, number 9 is from Dumbo. All right. Uh, this quote is, the very things that hold you down are going to lift you up. That's a good quote. Okay. Again, I don't agree with it. I don't <laughs> think that's – so far, I'm not liking this list. It might get better. It might get better. We have number eight is from Goodwill Hunting. Okay. How about them apples? How do you like (laughs) these (laughs) apples? apples? No, that's not the quote. Uh, I got a number.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You know, my wife used to fight. (laughs) (laughs) That should be the quote. My
2: my boy's wicked smart.
3: (laughs) The quote should be the little things.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You'll have bad times, but it'll always wake you up to good stuff you weren't paying attention to. Do you agree with that one?
1: You know, I, I'm more open to it. I wanted to not like it because I knew that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck wrote it, but uh, yeah. you know, I I gotta say, you know, not not too bad. Okay, Special it's getting, so getting better. Best <laughs> <Special laughs> one
2: so far. Um, number seven's from Incredibles two. Um, you want to get out of this hole? First, you're gonna have to put down the shovel. Oh, okay. Mm. That's a little. Oh. That's a little oh, cute. That's a thinker. Yeah, I yeah. yeah, Get it. You're the one that put yourself there,
1: so you got to put down the tools and you've been using to get down there. Right, just making
2: it deep. Uh, yeah. Crawl out. Totally, totally, totally. Okay, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Okay, this has got to be great, right? Mm -hmm. To see the world, things dangerous come to. Things dangerous to come to, to see behind walls, to draw closer, to find each other, and to feel, that is the purpose of life. That's too big. I'm confused. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's I mean, I know you much? stuttered in it, but even reading it, yeah. I'm like, I, I, what are you yeah. saying?
3: Walter Mitty is still a secret, uh, you know? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Walter Mitty. Uh, number five is from Ratatouille. Um, if you focus on what you left behind, you will never be able to see what lies ahead. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that's one. That's wise. That <laughs> is wise. Yeah. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. Four, so this has got to be great. Oh, this right?
3: is going to be a... Uh, Bueller. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course.
2: Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you can miss it. Yeah. That's a pretty famous yeah, one. That's pretty yeah. like layman's philosophy right there. Yeah, totally, totally, yeah. totally. Uh Star Wars, episode five, The Empire Strikes Back. Do I or do it not. <laughs> <laughs> there is no try.
1: I mean, that's just that's, a great I mean, quote. come on. Yoda was a you know. Aristotle, yeah, Yoda, <laughs> you know. yeah. Whenever anybody says
3: "I'll try,"
2: I always think of that. Yeah. So there is no try. <laughs> Number two from Pocahontas. Sometimes the right path is not the easiest one.
3: I okay, mean, there's no way that's just from
2: Pocahontas, <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. yeah, damn it if it's not true. Number one's from Rocky Balboa. Oh, Adrian! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you, uh, yeah. you make a good <laughs> yeah, thing yeah. going, Yeah, <laughs> nobody's gonna hit as hard as life, but it ain't how hard you can hit.
3: Oh, it's not even from Rocky. It's from the. Oh, it's from Rocky Balboa. yeah,
1: it's <laughs> Rocky Balboa.
3: It's like the the monologue. The best line <laughs> came
1: from the like fifth movie, sixth movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy. yeah. Nobody's gonna it hit is, as hard. Nobody's as life. gonna hit as hard as life is. <laughs> but it ain't hey, how hard hey. you can hit;
2: it's how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. It's how much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. For a second
1: there, your your Rocky Balboa has like a little bit of like black Southern preacher in it.
2: Um, he's so not the he be best. Hey, he's
1: he's not be the best for that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's how he sounds. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Sylvester Stallone is not a good. That's actor. another like real. <laughs> Big
1: quote. I think that's like quotes need to be succinct. Yeah, mm-hmm. they need to be something. You know, that's The like, longer you go on, you lose me. Yeah, I don't like this list. Rocky
3: Balboa was good. Though. I was surprised.
1: I, you was. know, but I appreciate that you didn't quality control check this list before you. No, I never do. Went for no. I, I
3: appreciate. Never do. We're all going in blind. It has to be raw. If it sucks, we just talk shit about it.
2: It has to be raw. Um, I'm I'm gonna play quote that movie with you because I think you're gonna be really good at it.
1: I don't know why you think that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you seem to know it, and you seem to know all the movie quotes. So um, I have to go into system preferences. I'm going to totally
1: eat it on this whole thing, and the <laughs> listeners at home are going to be like, what are you talking about? It's hard with the pressure. I was I was really good when it came to little sound bites before we started recording.
2: Okay. So the reason I just... <laughs> just <laughs> I am Jack's Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, the Jackie right there. Um, so the reason I just took it off is because you this can't see the screen. For, for you can't see the screen for... For This game,
1: oh, that's gonna cool be. Me. I haven't been able really to really see it all. All game. right, you're, you're
2: good. I'm off angle, it's gonna be secretive. Um, and what I'm gonna do here is pull up the random movie generator. And what do you think, Freddie? A minute or a minute and a half? We, we are these supposed to be like
1: identifiable quotes because you could say something from it. I have no idea. Like, are these supposed to be, oh, like, yeah you, you know, got to be you, something you that people this. will
2: know. Like, okay. yeah, people can chal- – like, we, we'll we go back and we will challenge you on some of these mm. and see – you know what I mean? So, sure. uh, it's going to see. But you're going to be going against Freddy for this one. Freddy? Oh, it's a, it's a game. It's a game. Playing. It's a oh. game. We um, just take turns. Do we – oh, we just go back and forth. Yes, okay. exactly. So – and then we
1: answer if the other person can't get it, then we – is it, like, one of those situations?
2: Yeah, so I'll explain it a little bit. Uh, Freddy – luckily, Freddy's very hit or miss. Like, sometimes he's really odd. And sometimes he just, he gets very choked up and slips. with So, it's pressure. It, right? I don't know, I how are you feeling, Freddie? Is it a good day or is it a bad day? Yeah, I'm feeling fine. Okay, okay. So, sounds pretty mediocre response right there. So, we'll, we'll see what With we that get. response, now I'm shaking in my boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's how we're going to do. we are going to get, you want a minute or a minute and a half? Right, let's just do a minute. Let's do a minute. So, we're going to get 60 seconds on the board for each of you. So, oh. uh, I, I. you want to go first? Sure. Yeah. So we'll let Freddie go first. And what we're going to do is I'm going to just for each of you get a whole new set of movies and I'm just going to go through. We're going to hit start and I'm going to name a movie. You're going to quote the movie. Like a recognizable quote that you know. I have the movie, to say the quote. You have to say the quote.
1: Oh, I might not be as good at this. Yes. Mm-hmm. People pe- everybody. I might not be that good at this. There's that. some
2: like we had a guest uh, a few weeks I ago. I thought I was gonna get the quote no.
1: and get to say what it's from, nope.
2: which I can be good at. Nope. Nope. Oh, this I, I do. We th- I had, don't know we had we this. had a guest a couple weeks ago that was like that was like, Oh, you better not give me Big Lebowski. I'll go on forever on Big Lebowski. And he got Big Lebowski and he's like Got to think of a good one. I was like, that's not how the game works. <laughs> you have I have a like, movie
1: that's like that, but I'm not going to say it because yeah, I want to get it. No, exactly.
2: So <laughs> here's the thing. Is, uh, you can double down. You can triple down. You can quadruple down on a movie. You just have to do it before I get to the next movie. So I'll go through and I will say, Star Wars. Uh-huh. Luke, I am your father. Double down. May the force be with you. Triple down. Some Yoda quote. You know what I mean? As long as, if you can do it, you just have to be on top I'm of it. I'm trying to empty... The quote pool, essentially. Is, if, as you can think of it, you just got to oh. be quick on it. Because okay. if there's any pause with there, I'm going to move on to the next movie. And if you give me enough time to say the next movie between your pause, we've moved on. You can can't I cut back-track. you off each time? Not if I've started, okay. if I'm mid-saying the movie. Okay. You know what I mean? You got to get in the pause. I'll give you I'll give you a beat to be able to do it. You just got to mm. be quick on it. Okay. Like You know what I mean? It's got to be on deck. Um If you do not know a quote from that movie, just say pass. It's not a big deal. Oh (laughs) man! All right. Scared now. And I didn't come up. I don't. I I used to write down all the movies. Now I just use the random movie generator, so it's gonna be completely random. Oh man, you might be fucked because I think Freddie just got some softballs just (laughs) handed to him on this one. Um, Awesome. But you might too. You don't know. Um, We will put sixty seconds on the board. Is this the scoreboard from last time? um yes that is a scoreboard from last time they did two sets of they did two sets of 60 minutes though they wanted to play two rounds so um that was a little bit of a different and and then we went to a different we we went to the movie trivia after that which we might do today too um oh and all the
1: Olsen sister movies i didn't even think of those earlier
2: <laughs> okay freddie mm. are you ready go ready set go for Gump.
3: Uh, may not be a smart man, but I know what love is. Double down. Run, Forrest, run. Double. No, fuck. Next. Um, Scarface. Uh, say goodnight to the bad guy. Star Trek. I've never seen him. Star Terminator Two. Uh, have you seen this child Jurassic Park. Uh, hold on to your butts.
2: <laughs> Fast and the Furious.
3: Uh, I live my life one quarter of a mile at a time. <laughs> the Matrix. Uh I'll take the red pill. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh Where's the blue one? When I Harry met Sally. Uh
3: you want to fuck? Next. <laughs> Top Gun. Uh fuck. Next. Platoon. Uh
2: shit. Next. Um Short Bus. Short Bus? The School of Rock. Uh next. Um Transformers. Transformers. Uh, I, Dogma was the Soft one after balls. that. Yeah, Dogma was the one after that I, I don't want
1: to say anything until I do it myself, but
2: okay. Oh, oh, man. Now to go who back. Can, who knows
3: a quote from fucking ter- from, uh,
2: Transformers? Uh, some people. I got to be honest. Boop, beep, boop, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really know either. <laughs> I don't know either, but it was, like I said, the the, it's, the list is random. Mm. I'm, I'm very, top, you didn't know anything from Top Gun. Top Gun has a whole bunch of them. You could have sang that, what's the song that he sings in the bar? Oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, I, if if you really go for it, like. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> if you really, um, good, Balls of Fire, right?
1: Good news. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. Um,
2: well, we don't know it, so you could just sing a song. <laughs> Yeah. here's I, I i put one question mark out of all of these and that was for the matrix and i don't did think not he yeah. said uh, yeah you did not <laughs> no. i'll take the <laughs> yeah, red no, pill no. yeah um t- fast and the furious yeah that was you impressed me with a lot of these actually um
1: <laughs> i live life quarter of a mile at a time
2: yeah yeah totally forrest gump you did good on that uh Man, no, I only no live my, long and prosper. For I Star cut myself huh?
3: off because that should be a rule. If you say double down after you've art, like you need to say triple down, quadruple. Sure,
2: down. sure. Another if if you could gain a half a point if you like really deliver in the in the oh delivery. yeah that oh was if you really commit if, if you, you it, yeah if you, if you do the accent. I can do bad
1: quotes the whole time, but as long as I do it committed yeah yeah I could yeah. still earn some major which Freddie
2: usually does he he was kind of in a rush this time so I'll, I'll, mm. I'll I mean I, I would give you a half a point for the run for his run because you really you really I, d- I
3: that. did the I may not be a smart man
1: <laughs> you did the
2: accent I'll tell you what I'll give you I'll give you a half point for the combination of both of those mm. Okay. because I think I think the acting could have been a, a hair better but it was <laughs> it, it was it was enough <laughs> enough. So there, you got uh, you got six and a half points. Okay. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, let's go ahead and reshift up these these uh these quotes, these movies. Oh man. No, I'm giving you a
1: new set. I'm gonna set my bar at zero. <laughs> <laughs> it's harder than you said. I know. That's why I said I didn't want to give you any crap because I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's my turn. People all over America are going to think, what are you doing, dude?
3: All over America. All over. Yeah. Th- we have one listener in Kentucky. Uh, you made Kentucky sure I know. We talked about this. And you another made sure. listener in New Hampshire, which is my dad. Uh, so oh. technically all over the country. Well, we have, we, no, uh, we, we've been
2: doing really good numbers most most lately, most. actually. <laughs> we have over 100 a week. Oh, uh, really? Yep. <laughs> we've been doing really good since the... Um, S- Do you know any quotes from Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants? I'm giving you a new <laughs> <laughs> one. Hey,
3: it's my turn with those fucking pants. <laughs> <laughs> wow, these pants are sweaty. <laughs> Excuse me, is this the UPS? Yes, I'm waiting on a delivery for of pants. I'm, I'm
1: looking <laughs> for pants. Okay,
2: are you ready? <laughs> I I guess I was born. Here we go. <laughs> okay, here we go. Beverly Hills Cop. The Pass. Star Trek. Live long and prosper. Pass. Natural born killers. <laughs> uh pass. Predator. <sighs> pass. Any Batman movie. <laughs> uh,
1: you, you, uh, yeah, yeah, I got I got one. Uh <laughs> <laughs> It is. It's harder when you sit here and actually do it. What's the point of all them push ups if you can't even lift a piece of wood?
2: Okay. Monsters Inc. Uh uh Pass. Home alone. Ah! Mm. Um. <laughs> Close encounters of the third ca- <laughs> pass. Stranger than fiction. Oh, uh, I bought you flowers. Okay. Okay. Planet of the Apes. Uh, pass. Say anything. I can't. <laughs> Blow. Pass.
1: RoboCop. Look at that RoboCop.
2: <laughs> uh, alien. <laughs>
1: Uh, Oh, alien! I should know. Pass. This is hard. I can't. (laughs) South Park. (laughs) No, with my cheesy (laughs) peeps.
2: Um, Superman. Uh, No, I was. (laughs) I was thinking (laughs) two Infinity and Beyond. That's Buzz Lightyear. Pass. (laughs) Babe. That's one fine looking pig. (laughs) Indiana Jones. Uh, Pat, man, Pat, I can't do any of these. This is tough. Yeah, your time there. Um, oh, oh Braveheart was next. You were looking for yeah. that'll do, pig, that dude. I you when you're in
1: the the hot seat for this, this is this is tough. It yeah. is tough. Do, do not that,
2: like. It is it is based on a lot of the ones. Man, you had Blade Runner, Mars Attack, and Lord of the Rings <laughs> next. Uh, <laughs> and Shawshank was after that. It's and the Fight pressure. Club. You had some good ones after. That.
1: It's the pressure of time of like hearing something and in within a second. Nailing the quote and knowing that if I don't say anything, you're gonna move on. Yeah, it's that's tough. I don't. Mm-hmm. Like, can it's we just like, do
2: it where we listen to quotes or hear quotes? <laughs> we do do it that way sometimes. Because I would be great at that. that Next, would, here. I'll tell you what. That'd be a much when, better foot for me. When forward you come when you come back to co-host, remind me and we'll do it that way. Because we do Man, do it that way every once in a while. Can you just like edit this out completely? This is embarrassing. No, no. <laughs> here, well, we, we we will give you a time for redemption right now, and this is to do with all three of us. So, um, I will actually throw this back on, and we will do some movie trivia. Were you good with movie trivia?
1: I think so. (laughs) I think so. Better
2: than that. Oh, we are pushing this episode time though. Um, we're not pushing it too much because we took a break. Oh yeah, yeah. So you are you gonna play that whole
1: three minute boys video also? I'm just saying if you had to find somewhere. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, we can cut in between that too. Um, let me go ahead and add this display back right here. Um. And let's we got, this. yeah, we got some, I got to go through because we've done like a shit ton of these questions already. So I'm going to go, yeah, I think like, I think we'll, let's, 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 let's go right. Like did that one right around here. Okay. Let's do five of these. Five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, what karaoke song does Cameron Diaz character sing in my best friend's wedding?
1: I just don't know what to do with myself.
2: You you showed it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you showed it. <laughs> uh, the, well, I didn't.
3: Oh. Oh, because, oh it's a multi-choice. Because. Oh. Why, would they put, why would they put an ad in between, <laughs> in between. the choices? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, it, we could go with A, I just don't know what to do with myself. B, I will always love you. C, stay. Or D, could this be love? I'm going to say B. I'm going to say D. I'm going to say C. And the, the answer is, Ugh. none of us got it. <laughs> I'm stuck with my first answer. <laughs> They're giving you the answers. <laughs> We're really on a roll here already. Oh, boy. Okay, okay. Well, the next question: um, True, false. Uh, Jimmy Stewart. Fuck, I gave the answer away to <laughs> <of> that one. <laughs> moving on to the next one. Um, it's
3: true. He did not want to do It's mm-hmm. a Wonderful Life.
2: Which actor plays Private Ryan in Saving Private Ryan? <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon. Tom Hanks, Vin Diesel, Edward Burns, or Matt Damon. and we that's, all got uh, that uh,
1: That's Lindsay's like, dude. Really? Matt Damon. Oh, she loves her some Matt Damon.
2: Really? Oh, yeah. I feel like people either really love Matt Damon or hate Matt
1: Damon. She's in the love category. <laughs> She's in the love category.
2: Um, who is the youngest person to win an Oscar? Was it A, Jennifer Lawrence, B, Mickey Rooney, C, Haley Joel Osment, or D, Tatum O'Neill? Tatum O'Neill. Do you know that one?
1: Like, I, I feel pretty good about it.
2: Uh, I don't think it was Jennifer Lawrence just because I know she won one when she was like 18 or whatever, but I feel like somebody won one as like a child child.
1: I think she was under 18.
2: Uh, see. See? Haley Joel Osmond was probably nominated, but I mean, I guess I'll go Mickey Rooney because he's been around for like, what, 80 years or some shit like that. Tatum O'Neal. It's um, the movie she did with her dad. Mo- uh, go down. Uh, something.
3: Uh, It'll t- give you the info. Oh, yeah, the bonus fact. Paper Moon. So
2: uh, O'Neill was just 10 years old when she won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress in 1974 for her performance in Paper Moon. It's a movie she did with her daddy. Interesting. Um, true or false Bradley Cooper's first movie role was in 2005's false. Wedding Crashers false what was it do you Wet Hot know? American Summer that was before Wedding Crashers uh, Wait, was that was his first though? one there, was, there was, he a- was
3: he was literally graduated from film or acting school and was on set for Wet Hot American I'm Summer I'm
1: gonna the confidence he has I'm gonna go with he also did this horror movie I think that came out before Wedding Crashers
3: oh. I mean I'm gonna ride that
2: unless he did one while he was still in school all right, so we all get a point for that one. Um, and let's see what the bonus fact. Cooper's first Dang movie was actually up. 2001's Wet Out American Summer. Good job, Freddie. Yeah, it's m- one of my favorite movies. Well, yeah, it's a pretty amazing movie. Um, one of those movies I got introduced to way too late. Ooh, like Jeff I Goldblum! Wish I would have known it so
1: much sooner. Jeff Goldblum. My brother question.
3: showed me it when I, I think I was like 12, and I made everybody watch
2: it. <laughs> Perfect. What is, uh, this one's a fucking giveaway. What is the name of Jeff Goldblum's character in Jurassic Park? Was it A, Dr. Ian Malcolm, B, Dr. Malcolm Stevens, C, Dr. Evan Malcolm, or D, Dr. Michael Ian? I think it's C? I think it's A.
1: Yeah, I think it's A as well.
2: Um, and the answer is Dr. Ian Michael, Malcolm. (laughs) It's A. So, Brad and me, um... Moving on to the next one. What is the highest grossing movie of all time? Ooh. Avatar. Is this up no to date? fucking way. Is this up to date? Um, <clears throat> Let's see. It's. Well, let's see
1: what the options are.
2: A, Titanic. Used to be. Yeah. B, Avatar. Still is. C, Avengers Endgame. Ooh. Or D, Star Wars The Force Awakens. It wasn't Force Awakens. I'm going C. I'm going C also, actually. It's Av- B. Really? It's big. It is. Um, oh. No bonus fact for that, huh? It's just what it is.
1: Bonus facts after so many years and people have stopped caring about Avatar. James Cameron Dude. is still working for like the past <laughs> seven, the seven f- years on the same four three sequels or whatever it is.
2: Nobody gives a fuck about. No those one sequels. cares about Avatar anymore. The movie just ugh, the, the, the Avatar was not that good. Okay. Anyways, he's the only one who wants to fuck. Trees. Ooh, the Corys. What? Ooh, I like me some I like No, me that's some, not Corey. That's not that's not the No, no. Corey. it's it's A-Core. Okay, Core. Which movie? Oh, I I got this one. I, I guarantee Feldman? let me just say which which Corey was I mean, which movie was Corey Feldman not in? I'm going to guess three of the uh, the options here are going to be uh Goonies, Stand by Me, and um fuck, what's the vampire one? Uh Lost Boys. Lost Boys. I Boys. and then the the one that's not one of those three movies is going to be the answer. Here we go. Stand by me. Uh-huh. B Fast Times Original High. That's the one. That's the one. C the Goonies. Mm-hmm. Wanna put money on whether D's lost boys? <laughs> <laughs> the Lost Boys. Wow. It's obviously B. I I think we all got that one. Uh yeah, Fast Times Original High. Um, let's do one more. And then that'll be it. Just cause we got one that was just a giveaway. So last question. Who originally, oh, Mike um, no, nope. no, um, I'm I'm going to oh, Batman and no. oh, a little Chris coat. Farley. Yeah, yeah.
3: Chris Farley for and sure. they they filmed. He did half
2: the fucking movie. Bill Murray. I think he did like the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was half Uh, Chris Farley, David Spade, Chris Rock It was Chris Farley. Bonus fact, after Farley passed away, Nick Cage was considered for the role. Wow. But he turned but it He down. turned it down. That was back when he was turning things down. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I worked with his former assistant and uh interesting guy. I don't really? have a lot of Mikey just did a fucking
3: you just did a wild movie with him, right? Where he's interviewing himself in the future
2: or some shit. Um, I may or may not have worked. I was about on to say something uh, similar to the NDA, what? Yeah, <laughs> I I I don't know exactly oh, what you're yeah. talking about. I but... forgot
3: you give a shit about NDA. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I haven't worked on
2: anything where I give a shit. No, there's something coming out soon that I may be able to talk about that may have an actor that we may have mentioned in this list at some point. Right. There's a movie
1: that I recently did that I didn't talk about where I go, well, they did use a lot of blue screen. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: (laughs) I just like to say shit that Mikey has to edit out later. Uh, What was the you see that movie? That's like five nights at Freddy's with him. No Like uh, where he like Gets locked in like, I've
1: heard of it I haven't, I haven't seen it It's like something Wonderland I've heard something. a lot of Good things about Pig Which is his new Oh
3: movie. yeah So I almost went To go see that At the Alamo Draft House hmm.
1: They were showing it I, I heard good they things got, People like They got good Chocolate chip cookies At the Alamo Draft House Let me tell you There's this movie He did I, It's it's not Upstream Color Is it or something I can't remember now
3: The guy who did the uh, We should start a side podcast Called
1: Sexual Whispers
2: uh, ASMR ASMR <laughs>
1: Uh, there, There's this, this movie he did With the guy who did uh, um, Island of Dr. Moreau The original director Oh really? And uh, he did his more recent one It is the most Bat shit bananas thing Half the movie goes by And you're like Oh okay And then the back half comes And you're like What is going on? It's wild <laughs> I recommend Can't remember the name of it I don't think it's upstream color I think that's a different movie But
3: What the fuck did you just say?
1: <laughs> oh, James Gandalf. <laughs> I'll hear that all day, man. I'll listen to it all day.
2: Yeah. Um, but that list was brought to you by uh, a little clothing company that we know of uh uh based out of Tucson, Arizona, called Official Clothing. Um uh, and that is spelled O H F I S H L dot com. Yeah. Yes yeah, The
3: Mikey's not spelling
1: that one wrong. That's
2: oh, actually that's, how he spells it. That's yeah, right. <laughs> it's very yeah, yeah. I mean
1: in the there land of phonetics, Mikey is king. <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I'm sure there was there was a there was a fucking time where he wanted to spell it one way and you know there was only so much available as far as company names that you could do and landed mm-hmm. on OHFISHL.com, dot official clothing. And you know what? Support your local businesses. Great great clothes yeah. there. Uh it's clothing brand rooted in hip hop, but hundred percent
3: recycled clothing as well. All the T-shirts are used from um, repurposed uh, underwear.
2: Well, that's not true I, at all.
1: I want to know if he like had a friend that was like, you know, L, and they saw some fish. And he was like, oh, fish, L? Yeah. He was like, oh, wait a second.
3: No, he was high
1: as shit. And he was like, Probably. hey, is this
3: how you spell official? And he forgot that his buddy was smoking with him the entire time. He was like, yeah, that looks right.
1: <laughs> or got one of his buddies who can't spell it to put in the, the trademark. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be official. <laughs> Oh, god okay. damn it tony <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: but they got a lot of cool stuff they got some takes on like a lot of your favorite like clothing brands like little like throwbacks like nah you can put some stuff they take some stuff from like movies and and, and nike brands but they yeah. change it and make it their own and make like it affordable
1: oh gee i dig that one I
2: or, yeah or yeah
3: maybe maybe homie kaz
2: is just uh dyslexic i mean i don't know does it does <laughs> dyslexia just take letters out Probably, they got. A l- I really like their snapbacks. Their snapbacks are really good. They're out of a lot now, but yeah. uh, Mikey, one of the few the
1: clips in the back, Is that the proper, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. For snapback? Snapbacks. Mikey, one of the snapback. few who
3: still rocks uh, trucker hats. He loves that mesh in the back.
2: I don't think. It. When's the last time you see me wear a trucker hat?
3: Uh, when you order hats for us, you got trucker hats. <laughs> <As> <laughs> I, I did get <laughs> trucker hats when is I ordered this our. this a trucker our, hat?
2: Yeah, when I ordered failing Hollywood hats, they definitely. What worked. are you fucking Ashton Kutcher? With well, these maybe the next set of hats, hats that I order will. I'll let you <laughs> pick out which one. Well, you know what? Maybe I won't though, because personally, who, who this one. Fuck, my who the fuck paid for those hats? <laughs> do black on white with the green underneath.
3: Do the old school fucking that's, uh, Raiders. That's one of my least favorite rep gifts.
1: Is hats? Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't wear hats. I I like
2: more shirts. More shirts and sweaters. Yeah, do you want a comfy? We wear those. Comfy's not your most. Oh, (laughs) my God. (laughs) What's the best rap gift? We do a whole
1: episode about the poor choice of rap gift for American horse. Yeah, I think we (laughs) should. Didn't Mikey give you guys
3: a fucking uh, pregnancy (laughs) statue? Oh, fraternity statue. Satanic pregnancy statue. There's one behind you,
2: actually, on the shelf. I see it. There's one
3: under Mikey's bed
2: right now. (laughs) Probably was the best rap. Gift in there. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got a nice. Thing. Well, I
1: got, I got his other. I got his T-shirt right over there too. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I you my had to size my, up on him.
2: Yeah, my rap gifts were really good. I gave, I gave Yeti mugs. Oh um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. En- engraved Yeti mugs and T-shirts. Ooh, Yeti ain't
3: cheap too. That's what I'm
2: saying. We, it's
1: the first show that I've been on that we got a a welcome to the show gift. Mm-hmm. The director from the first epi- oh right first episode like first week they were like here's a T-shirt
2: yeah they gave us T-shirts and stuff like that go. cool man wasn't as cool as my T-shirt, but, you know. Anyways, go to Official Clothing, and during checkout, uh, for your first time purchasing, you can put in promo code Hollywood during checkout, and you get 25% off your first purchase. So go ahead and do that. Load uh, up on that first purchase. And yeah, we'll be uh,
3: selecting somebody who puts in that special promo code to uh, receive one of the uh, fuck fertility statues from... <laughs> I don't know. I'm making this up, but maybe yeah. Mikey will do it. I <laughs> wonder if any of those are on eBay yet. Do you have one? Do you have an extra one? Of those guys, yeah, oh yeah, send I made it, them. <laughs> send it to Kaz. Do a sweepstakes. Do a sweepstakes. People, people
2: the, love them. Know, Why would I send them to Kaz? I would do it on our own show. The, the
1: fertility true. statue worked out really well for uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter. So, oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's that's Billy a, Lord, man. Yeah, that's who that's who was using it.
3: Who mm-hmm. won Which one was Billy Lord? She was the one in that episode. The one main actress. The one that I was talking about. I don't know who you're talking about.
2: I don't want to say yeah, not. Yeah, I've <laughs> I've probably probably better it. Yeah, probably I've we said it one time. <laughs> uh, we, are part of it, we are part of a network. It's called the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Um, I don't want to play the sound bit because it probably is just a little bit too long. And yeah, you know what it is. Inner Circle. But we have a ton of shows that are involved in the Inner Circle. Uh, Freddie, do you know any of those shows?
3: Uh, shit happens when you party naked. That is
2: one of them. There's mm-hmm. more. That, there's more. Yeah, if you want to sh- listen to shit episodes your party naked, you got to go to Patreon though cuz he kind of got work canceled. So he had to delete all of his episodes and go on to Patreon. But if you want to pay 350, you can check out his episodes there. Um, I'm gonna need
1: about 350. Oh my god, I need to hear this story once we're done.
2: Yeah, okay, I'll tell you right now. Uh, he had a <laughs> he had a coworker that I guess reported him to HR because of his podcast that he was doing. He's a little bit rough around the edges. I mean, it's hmm. nothing like He's a little rough. offensive, isn't he? In Florida too? No, he's he's from Georgia, but what lives expected. in New Hampshire. Oh, was um, that H D Noss who's in Florida? H D Noss is, is in Florida and on mm-hmm. Where did that sticker? It's on there somewhere. You, yeah, I know, I saw it, it earlier. There. Yeah, right here, right here. Should happen. You oh, pull There it naked? is. Yeah. Um, he, I love Jason Almy, but like yeah. he he's the type ki- type of guy that like he calls into he. We did a we did a, we did a charity event. Um, in New Hampshire for the Special Olympics that my brother was hosting, it was a 24-hour podcast thing, and he called in. and He's part of the network because we tried to like involve all the shows. So mm-hmm. he called in while we were airing. I'm already preparing myself. Yeah, he called in while we were airing to a Special Olympics thing, and he goes, uh, "He goes, you don't oh, have to reenact it. No, you don't uh, have to reenact." Yeah, no. He goes, "Oh wow, this is uh, this is the most." R words that I've seen in one room at a time. He's like, I just, and then he doubled down on it. <laughs> it's like, but not realizing like what he was doing, but he was calling in with like the hosts of two other shows, uh. part of the network. And then they're like, dude, like, cause he didn't realize it. They're like, dude, dude, like, we're calling into like a special. You can't say that. And like, they cut him off real quick and like, oh we give him a hard time. So he's like, He's anyway, a- the plunge yeah. <laughs> is, a, is
3: another podcast. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> You check out
2: the plunge podcast, the podcast that has the charity event for the 24 hour um, for the Special Olympics. And, you by, never the way, know and, and by the way, what's
3: going to happen on that. And
2: by the way, speaking of that event, which is called Plunging for a Cause. Oh, we, it's coming up. Right? It's coming up and I'm producing it also. So I'm flying back to New Hampshire. I'm bringing the boards. I'm doing everything to help out, and I will be staying up for 24 hours straight with them. And we are gonna try to beat our last year's goal. We're gonna have New Year's there and do it through New Year's. So we're gonna try to beat our last year's goal. I think we reached almost 10 grand last year. So I think we're gonna try to.
3: You're also gonna replace all the uh, samples with uh, some of my catchphrases, right?
2: So it's like I'm there. I I, I mean yeah yeah we <laughs> we already we have we we'll play like your. Da, 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 da. that's what we're opening with right there what about dick greer i don't have dick greer's yeah but we can so add what? that too. have we ever figured out what that was <laughs> yeah, i don't know um i think it was from a i think uh, i meant to say richard jar- greer yeah i know <laughs> richard here <laughs> and Gere.
3: i actually said dick yeah greer. yeah
2: so um you should, should tune in we're gonna be streaming the whole thing 24 hours straight we're gonna have live music we're gonna have Probably, I think seven or eight different podcasts coming in, yeah, and doing a, shows. It's a New Hampshire games. reggae band. They're going kind of to do. By. They're going to do. uh They're going. We're going to do a round. I of, think of the either hot ones or they're going to do the hot chip challenge through everybody. Oh, Riley, yeah. one. If they if they reach, I think two grand or something like that. Riley and Hunter are going to do the gallon milk challenge in an hour. Oh, okay. they're like pumped to do it. They're like. Pfft, I love that. I love that challenge because every single person I've ever met. There's there a reason like, it's a challenge. There is. They're gonna get yeah, sick no. and
3: fall asleep.
2: No, they're <laughs> gonna vomit everywhere. Every person that I've seen be like, Pfft, I can do that and have tried it, have puked like aggressively. Has anybody chugged a glass of milk? A glass? Come on heavy I, i've doubt it's heavy yeah i've downed uh, but they they want to do it almost like a power hour you like, get Is like gonna be a whole milk what type of milk? no we no it, I don't know.
3: it should uh it you should, should be whole milk. you it should, should be you should find oat milk and strap a whole milk loco because <laughs> oat milk is fucking heavy as shit
2: i don't know but they i here's the thing don't is, do skim though it's apparently like apparently it's physically impossible to ch- to drink a gallon of milk within an hour without vomiting. Mm. That's that's what, like the big challenge part about it is. So there's there's a bunch of little challenges. We have music. The second
3: they're done with that, I'm also going to tip uh, $200 for them to do the cinnamon challenge.
2: Yeah, there's <laughs> prizes too. So they're going to have... Gonna like, hit them up yeah, all there, at once. There's going to be liquor that's going to be giveaways. There's going to be stuff. So if you donate certain amounts, you're automatically thrown into I assume into the Raffles. winners
3: have to be over 21.
2: Um, for the liquor, yeah, <laughs> you're automatically thrown into the raffle, and it's tons and tons and tons of prizes. Like we, their sponsorship is crazy. Last there was a $300 microphone last time. There was mm. tons and tons of liquor. There was gift certificates to restaurants. Like people are always down to throw in for this. So it's what if we just hype a whole
1: bunch of things that you're gonna get people for these drawings? You don't have to do it, right? We're just throwing the hype out there. You know, yeah. one
2: of them could be a pair of Urkel glasses.
1: Yeah. You
3: could, oh, you dude! You yeah. could win. You, you could you win, win a win brand Steve new. Urkel's Tesla. Glasses, yeah. Yeah.
2: I have. If you, know you what, want Carl I, Winslow's I, badge, yeah. If you donate more than five hundred dollars, you could be put in a drawing to win Steve Urkel's glasses, could his be. real glasses. Yeah. And
3: you will probably win because you'll be the only person dumb enough
1: to pay $500 not true. per we, we Not
2: true. We had a few people last last year uh, through in way more really? than that. Did you oh, hear yeah. that? That's 33% chance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <At least laughs> third, yeah. So uh, uh, make sure you guys check that out. Other shows in the Inner Circle Podcast Network also include The Untrained Eye. They're located in yeah. Tampa. Uh, mm-hmm. We have The Hood Diner um hood diners pretty good oh back to the untrained eye i just did a fuller circle with beth from the untrained eye she was the only one that showed up aside from joe b um but he doesn't have a podcast anymore so aside from the fact and i just went through like a whole thing because i listened to their show and they were curious about like how onset guns work and Mm. they just didn't know so i did a whole like walk man we didn't talk about the ratification at all by the way no i know i know you know what It's probably better that we wait until we figure out exactly. So next week, yeah, next week, next week might be the time to talk about that. Um, Yeah, so just go check out Fuller Circle, check out Untrained Eye too. Um, We're missing a show, Simmons and More podcast. Yes, and Creatures of the Night, Creatures of the Night, and the Hood Diner, which hasn't really put out a show in a really long time, but that is okay. Brad. Thank you for joining us today. Dude, it was great. This was this was fun, man. Yeah. I really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, we're gonna have to have you back for sure. Uh, if, if if people want to find you, how do
1: they find you? Oh, I, I don't know. Maybe Instagram. I guess yeah. is the only way. I don't really post much anymore. But blow Brad into with the a magic con. Brad with a Q at Brad with a Q at Brad with a Q. I'm I'm cool to get like
2: five more followers. Let's do it, man. Awesome. Mm. <laughs> um, you can find us at.
1: I wouldn't hold your breath for five.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can find us at all the socials, but by all the socials, I mean probably just Instagram. We're on Instagram at Fail Hollywood. Yeah,
3: I'm in charge of the Instagram, so that's the only one.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're at, we're there. Where we we post to Facebook because when we post to Instagram, it automatically posts to Facebook too. So yeah. you can check it out there and then you can listen to us at pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. Yeah. But if you're the li- big one is, uh, you know,
3: subscribe review, that's subscribe and review.
2: One. Yep. Um, that's been another great episode of failing Hollywood, I guess until next week.
3: Yeah.
1: You can all go fuck yourselves. <laughs>